loud mouth stereo, y'all. I got balls in my mouth. Pray that I don't choke. I'm eating grapes. Uh, my name is Shan. That is Greg from Young Black and Bother. You can find me on She Gets a Podcast or on Cozy Moon Podcast talking about these damn kids. But this is not my stereo. We have a good show for you tonight. Greg say Saturday. That's all yours. I said, okay. So I've been marinating on this topic, as you can see at the top. LMS, Loudmouth Stereo. Women fumble good men too. I mean, women don't want to talk about this, but it's a true statement. Women know when they're being a bitch to somebody who's being good to them. Mm-hmm. Women know when they dog in a man. Women know when they getting over. Women know who to try and who not to try. Women know when a man is weak and they know where he's weak at. Women know um, how to come across for forgiveness or um, if I come at him like this, this is going to work or how many times they could brush them off and still get what they want in the end. Women know what a man is upset about, even though they act like they don't know what you're upset about. We know. Okay. Mm. And I think a lot of women like to talk about men and what they allow and boundaries and all this shit. But men ain't sitting around with their other guys talking about their boundaries because this is not what men do. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't have some. So, mm. if you feel offended tonight as a woman, as a holder of a vagina, I am not sorry. As a woman, I just want to be fair and talk about the ways that women can be fucked up. The ways that women fuck up the opportunity and the time and the relationships and the marriages with good men. And then after they're out of those relationships, they want to talk about all men ain't shit or men don't deserve or, you know, the dating pool must have pee in it. The dating pool got pee in it because they got shitted on. Mm. Okay. So I tell people all the time, you will sit there and easily talk about what somebody did to you after you done shitted on them too many times, but you don't never sit there and be like, okay, is this the results of me shitting on this person? Mm. Okay. So just like there are, there are some shitty results from men being, um, just like, uh, what's the word I'm talking? I need, what's the word I need in my mouth? Just like men have been turned down and can't take rejection, mm-hmm. women have been turned down and can't take rejection. Some people drop that bitterness off and they move on and they brush it off and they get up. And some people carry that bitterness with them. And I'm going to talk about some ways that women carry that bitterness with them. And they make every man be punished by the man that they want them. And then even if that man that they wanted wanted them, they knew that shit would end in some bullshit. So therefore, Mm. why are you punishing men out here that's doing right by you? But before we get into that, as you can see on She Gets a Pod and on She Gets a Pod Twitter and IG, I posted the ad for our Loudmouth Stereo anniversary show that will be 
October 23rd on a Saturday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Don't be motherfucking late because if you have been enduring Greg and Shan's shenanigans since last October on Stereo, we're going to talk about it and we're going to have guests come through and talk and maybe come up on stage and talk if they would like to about the show or what their favorite episodes were. And it's going to be like a motherfucking family affair. Okay, so October 23rd at 930. Get your ass in the seat. Have your phone. Make sure it's charged. But we about to get into some shit about how Greg and I came about for Loud on Stereo. um, What (laughs) changes have happened on Stereo. What episodes we like. What Greg is up to. What I am up to. What's to come. All of that shit. All right. Um, What has happened today? Okay, let's 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 do a sticky note. So I've been doing this uh, segment. She gets it. That's a sticky note. I'm gonna do a sticky note. Okay. Do you mind, Greg? If I do a sticky note? Oh no, go for it. Let's go. Okay. Let me tell you what my ass did yesterday. So you know about the one eight hundred junk situation, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I missed out on two two gorgeous, good looking men, right? Mm-hmm. On Thursday morning. So then I'm going through my phone yesterday trying to redeem myself. And um, I see a voicemail. And the voicemail is from, is like transcribed a bit on the iPhone. And it says, um, hi, this is Josh from uh, 1-800-JUNK. And I'm trying to confirm your pickup. So here I go at my fucking desk while I'm working like, shit, what if this is one of the, 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 the men that came to my door? Is, is the Lord giving me a link up? So what what did I do, Greg? Did I call the number or did I text the number? Mm, you text it. I know you text it. Ah, everybody knows me so well. So a bitch text it, right? Okay, mm. this is where it gets wild. Okay, let me go to this. All right, we're going to scroll up and I'm going to give y'all Boston Bean footage of what I said. Okay, so this is the first text I sent. Remember... This is Shan, this is me, and this is my foolery, okay? I said, is this Josh in the Chris Blue Polo? Oh, no. Oh, no. What were you thinking? No, sweetie, what are you doing? He said, this is Josh, 1-800-JUNK. Who's this? I said, what, is, what do you think I said, Greg? I said, thigh meat. Forgot to cancel customer Thursday. You know what, y'all? Oh wow! What in the? <laughs> so he was like, he was like, huh? He was like, huh? Were you, I said, were you one of the people that came for a pickup? He was like, when was your pickup? So now I'm just like, bitch, this must be one of the dudes because why would you want to know when my pickup was if you ain't it? I said Thursday morning. He was like, I was not. I was in the office. I believe you spoke with me. I'm the operator for the blank location. So I said, dang, okay, with the sad face. He gonna say not for nothing. I did have on a Chris Blue Polo. (laughs) So he was like, he was like, is everything good? I said, man, I said, okay, caption, unprofessional moment. When y'all start hiring handsome men like that to come pick up junk? So, uh, I was like, everything is cool. I said, I was trying to figure out who came to my door because they were handsome. And he put LOL. First of all, my G, 
What the fuck are you working and having unprofessional discussions with the customer? How you going to blame him? Come on. You can't do that. You can't do that. You was trying to get the dick. He was trying to get the draws. Look right. at you. So, so I'm like, you so, out. But look, so here he go. He said what they look like. So I was like, one of them was five, six, caramel complexion, shortcut. And the other one had locks. I said, I dropped the ball shooting my shot. I barely see anybody. I said, I was serving a lot more than what meets the eye, like a transformer. <laughs> Yo, get out of here. Get. Yeah. So, so he was like, what the fuck? He was like, you're funny. So he sent a picture and he was like, was this one of them? So here my stupid ass go. I said, yes. He was like, incorrect. Cause that's me. I said, God damn. So all y'all fine. So it's one eight hundred jump So so I put so I put the eyeballs. I said, you fine too. I said, so he here he goes, send me a picture. What you think I did, Greg? Mm-hmm. I sent that you, man a picture. You shot your shot with him too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I sent him a picture. I said, at this point, I was like, oh, bitch, you about to end up in the shade room. But I was in the shade. So I sent him a picture. <laughs> and I said, I said, okay, so when he was the junk at all the fine men in Atlanta, I said, y'all look similar. Oh, so that's why I thought that was you. He said, honestly, yeah, I don't know who came to your door. Here he go. I'm trying to see what you serving, though. Send me some more pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see what, Ayo, if that is not the next podcast name. I'm trying to see what you're serving. So he sent me another. So that sounds like some shit Stone would say. Oh, is Listen. Stone still in here right now? Stone, if that is not some shit that you would say, I'm trying to see what you're serving. So he sent me a picture of himself again, and I said, "Come on, snacks." I said, "Sir, what is your age?" Here he go, old enough. So I'm just like, "Okay, you serving 22, 24 peen, okay?" Because only young men say that. So. um... Mm-hmm. So I was like, you handsome. And he goes, thanks. He was like, Instagram question mark. He was like, I'll try to figure out who came to your house for you. So, you know, I got five pages. So I just sent him that she gets a pop page. Hopefully mm-hmm. he not listening to this. If he is. Hi, Josh. What's up? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Put that man's whole so, name out there. <laughs> so he was like, he was like, I'm going to look into it. I said, I appreciate it, King. I said, enjoy your weekend and stay COVID free. So I'm thinking he's not going to text me no more until he figured it out, right? Mm-hmm. Wrong. Wrong. Here he go. I'm going to need more of an accurate description of the guys from Thursday, too. I said, Lord, I said, I ain't got no more. I was Cyclops with one eye. I just woke up. So, so he was like, okay. He was like, okay. He was like, I got the two names. So he gave me the two names, right? And he gave mm-hmm. me the, the background information. He was like, this one came down from this place, so he's not here no more. And the other one is this, and he got a girlfriend. So I was like, so which one was the one with the locks? Because I ain't checking for him. I'm checking for the other one. So uh, I figured that part out. I said, thank you, Inspector Gadget. You did good work. Um, so I put, it's hard out here. Got to do background investigations. We lived in this crazy times. So, um, Oh, our, my he, Lord. Let him know that he's so handsome. He told me that I'm crazy, and um, he told me I still ain't send another pic. And eventually, the conversation stopped. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I appreciate 
because it tells me that this young man is um, well-versed in older vagina and he knows mm-hmm. when to when to stop talking and retreat because there's nothing left. So I appreciated that. So that was my 1-800-JUNK um, ending. But um, ladies, if you're looking for some fine black men in Atlanta, they work for 1-800-JUNK. Okay. Jesus. All right. Mm-hmm. Today's show, after these messages, because I'm going to play them, Clearly Stone got shit to say. Hey, hey, you really are my favorite. <laughs> Stone like these titties. Somebody is thirsty as hell. You do you, though. <laughs> Kudos. Yes, I was. I was like, you know what? I said, let me see. Let me see if they got some drip for real. But you know, but um, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta live on the edge, okay? You gotta live on the edge. Yo, facts. Yo, I was like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that shit for real. <laughs> oh my yeah. lord, no, Urban. wildin'. I said, damn. So okay, what else did I do today? I bought um, I ass mug, so I'm gonna be sipping some ass later. Sipping some ass. Yeah, I'm gonna be sipping some ass. Like, they got ass cheeks on it and they fat. Um, I went to a cheesecake factory, so I got my um favorite dish, which is the spicy chipotle chicken pasta. I ate half mm. of it. I had some brown bread. Don't tell my motherfucking doctor. Um, uh, I got a big piece of moist black deep chocolate in my mouth cake have that cake later and i might not use any teeth okay i'm just letting you know if you hear me oh, on mute my. you already know what's going down okay and it's not dick oh, my goodness. all right so mm-hmm. um what else happened today okay we gave you the um 1-800 junk I think I'm good. Anything new I need to know, Greg? No. Um, ironically, like this week and more importantly, this weekend has gone by breezy. Um, so yeah, I'm actually re- I'm concerned about this episode tonight. We are already at so fifteen concerned. out of five, I'm and I'm ready. I'm ready to go right now, like John Legend. I had a little drinky drink. Um, it had me stuck for like thirty minutes, but I'm back now with the jump off. All right, mm. so um. Like I said, I've been marinating on this topic for a while, and I want to talk about how women fumble good men. Okay, so women can be greedy, selfish, and vain to a fault. Meaning, if you out here looking for a woman that looks physically good and has nice beauty attributes, just know she's probably ugly on the inside. Mm. Meaning her Attitude is ugly. Um, the way that she treats people is ugly. The way that she judges people is ugly. And her friend group that she probably keeps is because they make her feel better in her position of nastiness. Now, not nastiness like, oh, God, this bitch is nasty. I don't want to be around here. Like nastiness in the way that she treats other people so they can feel better than. Okay? Oh, Okay. <laughs> So that's just an FYI. 
um, you know, the ones that's out here, you know, I'm not going here because I don't got my nails done and I'm not going here because my hair ain't done and I'm not going here because my lashes not done. And, you know, you send them a picture or they see a woman with you automatically. They're judging her from head to the motherfucking toe. Mm. When in reality, it's nice to be like, oh, he had a girl with him. She looked cute. Period. Some women who are ugly from the inside out can't say that. So they have to find something about her that they don't like. Absolutely. All right. And to me, that should be pointless to me. That shit don't make no sense. And who the hell is at our door? We got two people at our door. Cat Williams. I saw him on here before. And we got Rob White. Oh, yeah. That's me, girl. Okay, you want you want them in the um, up here well, on stage? I can't see anything. I can't even okay. see them yet. But let them. Uh, well, let me go. Uh, who is sincerely RW? Like you can put him on in a minute once we get into the shit. Oh, and okay. again, all of a sudden everything pops up, but just not yet, not yet. All right, so um, that's the thing, and the jealous factor. Women would keep you on ice. Meaning she's not being direct about what she want with you. She not telling you um, that she sees you in her future, but she likes the fact that she can feel like she has you as an option. Okay. So men do this too with women, but women do this better. All right. Mm. So they will seldomly keep in contact with you just to feel like they have an in. Mm. Um, if they see you, go out and they see you with a picture with somebody, they will side comment on your story or mm-hmm. they will say something that's supposed to be ha 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 funny, but they really for real about the fact of who's that bitch. Exactly. And they want to, they want to act like they're not checking, but they really checking for it. And then mm-hmm. don't let you, don't let you move on and actually get a girlfriend or get engaged. Now you really a fucking monster. And I don't understand that shit. And to me, it's kind of like if I was such a good man or if I was worth anything of value to you, you would have made a move. Mm-hmm. You would have made a move. Like today, I was driving through Buckhead. I had the goons in the backseat, but I'm not blind, okay? And I, I know a fine man when I see one, and it was construction on Piedmont. And mm-hmm. I saw this um, this black stallion of a man. And I said, I was, I was on the phone. <laughs> You know, I said, he cute. And she was like, would you just keep driving and stop bothering people? Because as soon as he give you his name and his number, you're not about to do anything with it. I said, mm. you're, such a, you're such a fucking hater. So I, I continued to drive. Tell me <laughs> when a bitch was driving back home, she came through on the same street. And um, he was still directing traffic. So when I, I came up close, I rolled down that window, even with the AC on, because I'm, I'm a bad bitch. I said, hey! I said, you handsome fuck. And he was like, he took he took down his uh, mask shit, and I saw his teeth, and I was like, and that's why God is good. I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to just leave him with that comment, let that shit marinate, um, because he should just keep that mask on at all times. Man! Right. He was going to put them I, teeth on that pussy. You'd have been no, he like, wasn't. You about to fuck me up. Man, I think <laughs> I think men need to smile a bit more. But at the mm-hmm. same time, if you're going to spend dollars on smelling good, 
wearing good clothes, having your own shit, please keep your teeth in check too. Facts. I'm just saying. Because I, I would have stopped all traffic to get them digits if it was worth it. And when he pulled down that mask, I was like, I'm good. I'm good money. I think I think I got one. Let me, let me add one to this list. Um, okay. All right. The way that women can fumble a good man is... Um, yeah. This is a major one. I want to start here. Women can ruin it by saying, like, casual sex ruins women's ability to have serious monogamous relationships. You think so? Yeah, I absolutely think so. Some um, men and say that they, you know, went on a date with a bitch, met a bitch, fucked a bitch, and they've been together for ten years. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, a, a lot of women, like, they really can't, like, a, like they can't develop strong feelings for like someone like after like pretty much being like overstimulated with like easy free attention so Mm. when it comes to like you know just like monogamous relationships and stuff like that like even if you like you hit it once or something like that like they can't handle that they 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 want it they enjoy it because like you know what like oh that's a friend that's somebody that i you know i care for and stuff like that but the moment that you actually knock it out the park they go a little bit loony. They they go a little bit crazy. Of but course. Again, but see, Shan, I, I don't know why. What makes y'all go crazy when let me tell you, go let me tell you. Men like to say, oh, you know, I can't do that. I can't do this. Yes, you can. Because when I'm fucking niggas that ain't worth nothing but a fuck, you getting a level five fucking. Level I could five. do more. Yeah, I could do more. I could do better, but you don't deserve it. And I'm not wasting it on you. Men need well, to do the you, same thing. If you're you fucking a bitch, what a level? What is a level, a level five? five actually, fucking go, very basic. Like I'm not going to show you all the positions I got. I'm mm-hmm. not going to take you um, to the down under where this throat go. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm not about to be kissing on your neck and trying to figure out where your spot is. I'm not about to be um, caressing balls here. I'm not about to. Um, not I'm not about to be giving you. Um, more squats. I'm not probably won't even introduce the squats to you. Um, I'm not going to be uh, asking you what you would like me to wear. I'm not going to be asking you um, if you would like a massage. I'm mm-hmm. not going to ask you uh, what you, what you would like to drink. Like I'm not setting no mood for you. Ain't no candles lit. Nothing. And I'm, before we start, I'm gonna give you a time frame on how much time we got. That's a level five fucking. Like, you're very basic. You're going to be treated very basic. And because I know I don't want anything else out of this, and I know you ain't worth anything else out of this. Men need to do that, too. The thing is, men think all women act the same, going to be the same, and the results going to be the same. No, you don't never want to be a bitch's best when she ain't your best. That's true. That is you don't never, this, this is why men don't want to go for the virgin because when you go for the virgin, you pipe her down like she's never been piped. She's going to be on you like water rice. But it's not just virgins, though. It could be a girl who was practicing like abstinence for a while or, you know what, like the, the last guy she was with, like the relationship didn't work out and stuff like that. And you hit it, but you hit it a little bit too good straight out yes. the gate. It's kind of like you have, okay, let's say Let's let's bump it up. Let's scare you a little bit. 
let's say your daughter is 16, right? Mm-hmm. She got her driver, she got her driver's license mm-hmm. and you told her the do's and don'ts of the road, right? Yep. You you go out and you buy her a brand new car off the lot, no mileage, and you buy her a Porsche. She about to follow no fucking rules. Not and she, she about to go buck wild crazy, and that's how it is. Men have to learn to reserve the good dick for the good bitch. What the the issue with reserving the good it's like women, like you can't help that your pussy is good. And for us men, you can't can go, hold back. Y'all are lying. No, you can't. That, the thing is, it's it's not a lie. It's the truth. As a man, the hardest thing you can do is get pussy that you actually want and give bad dick. Like if it's somebody. Why that would you, you actually, do that? But that's the thing. It's not. Why would you do it? Sometimes it can only go one of two ways. and You have no control over it. Like there could be somebody you like, you know, a one night stand. You just met this person at a bar. You fuck them. And it can go absolutely good, mainly because of the fact that you were just like hot and in the moment. But then at that same flip of the coin, you could go and, you know, somebody flirting with you, whatever, at the bar, you take them home and that shit don't work out. So for us men, it's a little bit different because we don't go and say we're going to give anybody the dick except for one person, which is like the person that we know for a fact, like, yo, I've been hunting this chick since like 10th grade. I've been trying to give her dick. That, that like that shit is a little bit different for us versus women. You you're like, I really like him. I'm gonna put the pussy on him. But the thing is, like, y'all pussy already good, and you know that. That's why you got him going out there doing that shit. I'm about to but that, again, but again, that's just like personal opinion. Like I've talked to like men and women alike, and they're like, yo, it's it's hard out here for men compared to women. Women know they got good pussy, and they don't tell people they got good pussy, and that's a problem. It's just, another, like, it's just like men with good dick. Men with great dick really don't talk about it. They yeah, show up in it. But the, the title here is Women Fumble Good Men Too. And the reason why they fumble good men too is because the, the pussy too good. Like that's, that's honestly like number seven on the list of reasons why women fumble good men. Because okay, good so men... I'm going to be oh, honest. Mm-hmm. All of the quote-unquote good men, the ones that I had, Mm-hmm. That would be great in other areas outside of the dicking. Mm-hmm. That's not the dick I'm thinking about after. Yeah, of course not. It's just you like are- I'm like, you could be a square in life. You could be great on paper. You can mm-hmm. possibly take care of me and we have a good relationship. But if this is the pipage that I'm not thinking about when we're done, what's the point? Yeah, but the thing is, like, no woman wants a guy who's, like, the, the perfect gentleman, but also fucks them well. It don't work out, like, psychologically. Uh, I do. No, 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 honestly. But you, I've you never had it. It's but always, like, it's always the like they're is, good elsewhere, but then that shit is like, damn, I'm still hungry. It's kind of like I'm, when I'm you telling you this. I'm, I'm, you I'm telling you this as a, I'm telling you this as a man who, like, my wife and I argue at least twice a day. And the reason for that is because, like, we're married. Like, married people just argue for just, like, little dumb shit. Like, don't load the dishwasher this way. Don't do this with the kid. Like, we do that, but I also know, like, my dick is good. And so, mind you, like, my my little motto that I set for myself is I can cook and I can fuck. Like, a lot of women, that's the, you know, for them, that's, like, elite. Like, oh, my God, I've never had that. I'm like, yo, that's the bare minimum right now for, like, 
you know, most guys, like you should be able to do these things. So when you go and you present to a woman some shit that as a married man, you've had to be conditioned to do and the things that you do for a fact of like keeping your spouse, when you do that shit, it's not a surprise for them. But when you go and you fuck with like single women and stuff like that, they don't, I won't say they don't appreciate it, but they more so are confused. It's like, yo, like how in the fuck is he nice and can fuck well? It's like, yo, like this shit take practice. It, it's like, uh, it, it's like obey. Like sometimes like it just goes well with shit. It go good on wings. It go good on steak. It go good on shrimp. Like some shit just goes well with it. And it takes a seasoned, conditioned person to understand it. So a reason why women like fumble good men too. And I'm going to say something really disrespectful. And I really appreciate it. The women forgive me for what I'm about to say in advance. Truth is not disrespectful. Okay. So here's the thing. The, The men that women want are married. Or they have what? somebody. Yeah. The, the women, the good men that we're talking about right now are married or they have somebody. And the reason for that is because like they had to be conditioned to be that way. Are there good single men? Absolutely. But guess what? Those good single men are out here fucking multiple women. And the reason why is they need to be seasoned. As they should. Like, as they should. You you have to have some type of practice. But what I'm saying is like the, the good ones who want to treat you well, they're going to do all those things and stuff like that. They already got shit at home because the last thing you want to do is not have manners when you go outside. You know, you know anybody, no, but, but you, you know, it's the truth though. Like when you, t- we both have kids. So when we tell our kids, Hey, you be nice to that person. If they're a stranger, obviously you got stranger danger, but you want to be nice because the golden rule is treat others the way you want to be treated as a man. That is the golden rule that we grew up with, but we kind of forgot. And you start to remember it a little bit when you get into a relationship or you start being unavailable to some women and then other women come around and you're like, wait a minute. Like, so if you see me treating this one good, guess what? They're going to come around because they like seeing other people happy. They like seeing people do good. So when women fumble good men, it's because of the fact that they don't appreciate the fact that they've never had that shit. So one, they've never had it. And two, a lot of women just, they can get dicked down really well but they just don't know their lane. They don't know their place. And I know that's going to sound really disrespectful to people, but a lot of people, they don't, when they get dicked down, when women go and get like dick and they're like, oh shit, like that kind of fucked me up a little bit. And they're like, what are we? You are somebody who just got dick. Yeah. Don't ask questions. Don't go yeah. and make debates about things. Don't, we don't have to discuss this. The moment yeah. you start discussing that shit, the dick like quality goes down it's like the battery life on an iphone like yeah it starts at 100 percent, but it's up to you if we're gonna keep charging this shit up or if you're gonna let that battery drain out and the way women you need to know about apple products is it apple's web uh, well you heard siri right siri don't play that shit either (laughs) so basically what i'm saying is the way that like women fumble good men when it comes like the physical and the sexual aspect of it is honestly just they're not i'm trying to i'm trying to think of like a, a phrasing for like a lot of women don't appreciate the dick that they're getting. And it could be good dick, it could be mediocre dick or something like that. They just, they just really don't appreciate it. And it's just a sexual like thing for me. But I, I've said enough. Shan, this is your show. So I'm going to let you go with the um, next one. Okay, so you can discuss um, the aftermath of, the, of dicking and pussy. But you have to make sure the person you're discussing with is level-headed. Where they can they can decipher the illusion of what shit looks like and the reality, and sometimes the reality is you just a dick provider, 
And some men, when they hear that, they feel offended, like it's a downgrade. And it's not a downgrade, it's the reality of the situation, because if we if we don't kiki and do things that each other likes outside of this situation, mm-hmm. if we don't hang out and I don't come see your family and you don't see mine, I don't talk to you, uh, you know, to friends and you don't talk to me to yours, um, you know, we don't go on dates, we're not eating outside, mm-hmm. we're not hanging out outside, you are a dick provider. And mm-hmm. um, it's okay as long as both of y'all don't want more. The moment one of y'all want more is that. Yeah. Well, you know, before I go into my, you know, I'm going to take you out to church for the next one. But, Shan, feel free to drop those voicemails because I'm going to go to church on this next one. I promise. We got cat. I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm gay. But when I look at my mother... Without makeup, without anything, without fingernail paint on her fingers, Mm -hmm. I look at her and I think, wow, you're a beautiful woman. I don't look at her in a sexual way. That's just plain nasty. But I do look at her and I can say, that's a beautiful woman. If I was ever to be a woman, I think I would want to look like her. That's what I will say. But the problem, the problem with someone outside of that woman seeing that, and a lot of women today don't see it, where the women today, ooh, I'm about to hurt some feelings, but it's true. The women today hate themselves truthfully. Mm -hmm. They hate their scars. They hate their acne. They hate their hair. Um, or, or the hair that they want, they hate the woman that has the hair that they want. They hate the rolls on their stomach, but they don't want to work out. Um, they hate the fact that they themselves without the things are not enough for society's wants. Right. So to me, in my opinion, for a woman like that, who does not love herself, enough in today's age to ask a man to love her and do right by her when she won't even do it for herself it takes a lot of fucking audacity and I'm not gonna lie and be like you know a man is not gonna do that because some men do do it and bless them for it but that's a lot for you to ask a man to carry yeah but a lot of women they're not here to impress us. They're here to compete with each other. Like they, they, they aren't doing it for us most of the time. So like, you but know what? Th- I got like, it's not, it's not oh, even, ahead. it's not even because they want to impress y'all or other women. My battle with this shit is a lot of women today don't want to really wake up and see what they really look like. Mm-hmm. A lot well, of that, women that, today, they have a fight within themselves before they have a fight with the next woman or the next man about who they are and what they look like. And to me, it's kind of like, you got to love yourself at the bare minimum and love what you really look like and love the hair you really have and love the lashes you really don't have and be okay with that. Everything else is like toppings on top of the cake. But realistically, anybody that wants you, whether it is friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, or whatever, Mm -hmm. they got to want the cake. Yeah. 
And that's the problem with these nasty ass attitudes and the way a lot of women today treat other people is they don't really fuck with themselves and they mad that you out here disrespecting and not fucking with their illusion. All right. That's a, that's a perfect like interjection for me. And we're going to get back to what you said. Piggybacking off of that, um, another way that women fumble good men too is wanting to play gender roles when it's convenient for them. Like the intern, the internalized misogyny that like, if you were being a man, I wouldn't have to act like one. I've heard that shit. I've seen that shit on Twitter. And when it comes to it's like, yo, like men want women, women want men. And every complaint that I've heard of a man, you know, from a man about like the women that are like the social media mavens that they are and stuff like, and even just regular women, it's like, yo, like you don't want to present like a woman. Like you are basically like, you either use your degrees and your accolades kind of like a personality trait and use your social media as a platform instead of just being like, this is who the fuck I am, accept it or not. And it's hard to decipher as a man, like, yo, like I like the way she looks. Yes. But where's her head at? And then when you you figure out who she is, like, no, she's actually broken internally. Like, and the reason why she's broken is because like she does, she wants somebody to make her happy, but she also has to impress the people around her because, you know, she learned that shit from an early age. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, the parents, the grandparents, the friends and the shit that they read, they're like, yo, like, don't you bring home no broke nigga. Don't you, you know, find you yeah. somebody who's going to treat you well, find you somebody who's going to have some money. That way you can be a, a stay at home mom, a stay at home wife and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. It, it can't be both. It can't be find you somebody who could do that shit. But, at, you know, at every whim, let them know, hey, I got two degrees, a master's and a master's. I'm like, So if you have all that shit, wh- where is there room for me? And a, a lot of women fumble good men by honestly putting their accolades in front of their relationship. So when, you know, the relationship doesn't work and when, you know, things go sour, it's not because the man doesn't love you. It's not the fact that the man doesn't care. The man doesn't appreciate you. It's the fact that you did what terry did in soul food you did what homegirl did in waiting to exhale you are talking about all the shit that don't matter in the grand scope of your relationship you're talking about you know what i do this i am this i'm the senior executive vice president partner of this company it's like yo but can you cook (laughs) you know chinese food get born after a while Domino's gets born after a while what are the things that I need from you? You want to start a family, but you ain't here for the family. So if you ain't here for the family and I'm a part of that shit, there's nothing I can do for you. Therefore, women will fumble good men by honestly putting their accolades ahead of the people that they love. And we've seen that shit too many times. We've heard of too many women and men as well. But, you know, I'm talking about women here because this is the episode of women fumbling good men. They will say something to the effect of, well, you know. Our, and we've seen it in previous generations as well. Oh, well, my mom works two jobs and stuff like that. And she came home and she still took care of us. Now it's a little bit different. Yeah, you could work two jobs. But the thing is, once you work those two jobs, you're telling your family, hey, the reason why I can't do for you is because I got those two jobs. Th- that's not how it works. It's like, oh, I work those two jobs and I come home for you. That's the thing. If the father does the shit, if he said the same thing, it'd be a little bit different. So there are a lot of good men who are like, yeah, my wife, she's a doctor. She's the breadwinner and stuff like that. But the thing is, every time we have an argument, guess what she says? Well, I make the money. Hmm. So, you know, a, a lot of good women just to tie up what I'm saying and, you know, kind of land the plane. 
women will definitely fumble a good man by honestly taking the things that, you know, they present as gender roles. Because men will do it as well. They'll be like, oh, well, they, you know, women don't understand the gender roles in a relationship. And women want those gender roles because that's what they've been conditioned. I want a man who's going to, you know, provide for me. I want a man who's going to do this and this and this. So we have to try to present ourselves to you in those gender roles. We want to be strong and nurturing. At the same time, we want to be somebody who understands you, but can also provide for you. The thing is, we can't provide that shit for you when you step in and say, you know what? Yeah, you can do that for me, but I can also do it for myself. Then what the fuck do you need me for? Yeah. And that that is honestly, to me, like number two on the list of ways that women can fumble good men. So, Shan, I'm going to let you take the floor because that one that I had to, I had to say. I appreciate that because uh, that is true. That is true. A lot of women stroke their invisible dicks by talking about what they could pay for and what they got already. Um, And you just make that man feel like he's pointless. And if he feels like he's pointless, he going to go somewhere where somebody don't make him feel like that. And that's, Mm. that's, again, the result of someone's actions. And you can't be mad at it. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of women are truly rude and they know when they're being rude and the more that you talk to them about how rude they're being it just gets worse um a lot of women are purposely the problem a lot of times because they saw that their moms were purposely the problem and that and they think that's what made their father stick around or the men that their mom chose to stick around because they they were out to fix it well, I'm going to tell you right now, these new males out here ain't trying to fix nobody because there's too many options. There's more women to men ratio that want mm. women. Okay, mm. so if you're looking to have a man and you have a man, don't play with the let me be a nuisance in your life. But because you love me, I know you're going to stay because they're not. Mm-hmm. Yo, somebody somebody said something that was so funny to me. Um, it was on Twitter. So a guy, like, this is when, you know, women would say, like, you know, they were competing men versus women. So he asked the woman, like, what do you bring to the table? And she said, I am the table. And then one of her ex-boyfriend was like, but you can't even cook. So what the fuck are you going to bring to the table? Like, the, the, the premise of that was, like, pretty clear. And I, I love when people bring up the, like, the I am the table shit. Because, like, yeah, like, a, a table is a table, but it, it still needs place settings. It still needs forks, knives, spoons, and shit like that. It also needs food. Like, if you can't contribute to the table, and I'm saying 50-50, I'm not talking 60-40, I'm not talking 70-30. Like, there's a song that even says that. I'm not talking about, you know, 60. I forgot what that song is. Feel free to let me know in the comments and stuff. But the old daddy song. Yeah, the, oh, that's, that's definitely a daddy song. But, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, we have to start recognizing, and I, I, I really hate, like, bashing women and, you know, even saying the things I'm saying you know, speaking from the perspective of a man, but what I see, not just a married man, but just a man in general, there are a lot of people who are broken and they're hoping they meet somebody who is broken also. And then they can patch each other up to complete one big body. And it's like, that shit don't work that way. Like relationships are not transformers. Like if you are broken, you need to go fix yourself before you try to find somebody who is complete. And a lot of people nowadays, they do that shit. They go and they present themselves to be this one person. And then when you get with them, you start realizing there's chinks in the army. Like, yo, that person ain't the same motherfucker I met a year ago, two years ago. You're like, yo, like when I met you, you was like, you know, like obviously physically there's one thing. But it's like, yo, you presented yourself like a strong, intelligent man or woman. 
And you gave me all the things that I thought I wanted because we talked about those things. But then that shit started to slip away because you got comfortable. And a lot of people, men and women alike, like they fumble good people. They fumble good men and good women by honestly getting too comfortable and forgetting exactly what you got to, you know, get them. You have to continue to do to keep them. Married people, they know that shit. Like, yeah, like your wife and your husband, they might fuck with you. They be like, you know what? Yeah. But internally, like if you aren't doing what you presented when you said I do, mm-hmm. they talking shit about you. They don't want to fuck with you. Cause I'm like, yo, like this isn't us. This isn't what I, you know, I didn't sign the contract for this at least. So you have to continue to, you know, evolve and update. Like when your phone tells you, Hey, like the iOS update, the Android update, you're like, you know what? I got to update in order to have the latest features. I have to make sure that my shit is compatible. And just like relationships, the one thing that people talk about is compatibility. And right now, I feel like a lot of people aren't compatible because they haven't gotten the proper updates. So a lot of women and men alike, like they fumble good people, but just honestly, just one, obviously compatibility. And two, they they haven't updated to the social and the dating norms. And it's disgusting to look at. Did you answer that question on Twitter that was going around on that tweet where it was like, what's the one thing that ruins relationships or ends relationships? I tried and I was like, no, I can't even do it. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> okay, so my my answer was people thinking they have time to fix it. Yep. Like my thing is like in this whole and and it doesn't have to be a marriage. It could be in any relationship, whether it's friendship, um, business partnership, or romantic. What's the right time that y'all are waiting for in y'all head to fix shit? Mm-hmm. Because there's, I tell people all the time, there's never a right time to have a discussion that's going to make things better than what it already is. Now is always the right time. There's never a right time to quote unquote have kids because that's not how kids work. You prepare all the time for kids, even when you have them here already. But There is no perfect time to have kids because there's cons on both sides. There's cons if you don't wait. There's cons if you wait. There's cons if you spend all this time getting it right and then have kids and you end up having kids with the wrong person, but you don't know until you have them. Like, there is no perfect time or right time. So my thing is, like, people have to stop thinking they have time to be better, time to fix it, time to apologize time to get it right or you know yeah i know this is the 10th time i cheated on her but you know i love Mm -hmm. her i got love for her well she ain't got no clue about that shit or maybe y'all just love differently exactly exactly i I have not i want to hear from these people who are in these comments because y'all y'all are sounding off right now so you've never had it because you ignored the friend zone Mm. check the friend zone Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The people are keeping the friend zone. If they're not married, their dick got too much mileage, so it would never be. Oh, you got to chill. <laughs> <laughs> I said this. This this dick got too many miles on it. I can't do nothing with this. I want to get it and it break down. Can't do nothing with that. Okay, we got stone. As a married man. If I fuck somebody on the side, right, mm. the first time they get 
145% of dick because Ooh. I feel like I got something to prove. But after that, you are only getting 30% of dick. I'm oh, wow. doing this for me, not for you. So when you want to leave me alone, you're just going to leave. You're not going to try to blow up the spot. Mm. Agreed. Oh, it's possible. Y'all better pull back. Y'all better learn how to stick just the head in. All mm-hmm. right. Liquid. Hi. Good evening, panel. This is Liquid. Yes. Um, I make more than my my dude. And never, ever have I rubbed it in his face. I could care less. So if he made more, if I made more, it doesn't matter to me. I just really enjoy the way he makes me laugh and, you know, feeling good when he's around, smile, great conversations. So, yeah, that's important to me. Money, you know, it it is important, but I'd rather, you know, it doesn't matter who's making more money. So I just wanted to say that. And I never bring it up to him or say anything even when I'm upset, that's that's not even in my head. Yeah. That's but see, good. one 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 important thing she also mentioned is her man. Like, and it's not a gender role thing or anything like that. Like, she's already with that person. Like, there are mm-hmm. a lot of people who are single, and they're telling the people that they want to be with, like the rules and regulations of them, not of what they want out of their relationship, their partnership. They're like, you know, this is the shit I won't accept. And it's like, so what do you accept? But when you look at the shit that they're saying that they don't accept, it's everything. You're like, yo, like, how the fuck do you have all these rules and regulations? This, this is weird. Like, imagine yeah. being with somebody who hasn't been with somebody. You're not stealing them from anybody. You're not all of a sudden finding them on some foreign island or some shit like that. This is just a regular ass person who is telling you everything that they don't offer, everything that they won't do, all the things that they do require. And you're standing there looking like, how am I supposed to accept you as somebody that I want to be with when you're telling me all the things that obviously like it, it, it don't work. Like there, there have been women in, in my past who told me straight up, yo, like I can't cook. I was like, okay, I can cook. They're like, oh, well, you know, you can cook, but then I'm vegan or something I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever. You got all these rules and regulations. Let's go with that. But then it's like, well, sex, what do you do versus what you don't do? Oh, I don't do this, this and this. And there's no negotiation. I'm like, okay. So, so, so you, you don't cook um, sex. I'm going to have to pretty much if I don't cheat on you, I have to accept that certain things I'm never going to do because guess what? You don't do them. And then it's like, how many kids do you want? If you're like, oh, well, I only want one kid or I don't want any kids at all. Or I'm bringing kids to the table. It's like, well, I'm supposed to accept that as well. That's a whole nother fucking thing. Then you have the situation of like housing. You're like, okay, well, how do we handle the house situation? Like, you know, I want to have like a foundation. I want to get a home. Oh, no, I'm okay with an apartment. That is like, okay, so that's an added portion of it. And then that's even before you end up getting into the relationship with this person and starting to figure out their little like intricate things. Like, you know what? They don't like their family. They they don't speak to them. Like, what the fuck? Like, like, I'm starting, if I start learning more about you and it's all bad, I have to end that shit. There was a girl I used to date that honestly, like everybody in her, she told me straight up. She was like, oh, she doesn't get along with her family because, and I was like, I went with it because we're not like, you know what? Like if you don't get along with them, cool. But then it was just like little things. It was like, she would be friends with somebody and then she would just stop being friends with them. And she's like, well, they treat me wrong. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So clearly like everybody's the problem, but you, 
that's a problem for me because I can't be with somebody knowing who I am as a man. I can't start a relationship with you knowing that no one likes you. And I'm going to be the one person in your little world that does. That's scary because the moment I let you down, you're going to go crazy because there's nobody else you can confide in. There's nobody that you can talk to. And at that point, I'm not the person. Don't have friends. Red flag. Yeah. Yo, if you haven't, like you said, not only is a red flag, like run. Yeah. Run. There's nothing you can do for anybody who has all the answers. More importantly, you can't do anything for anybody who don't need you. And, you know, all the men that are in the room, you've probably heard it before. I don't need a man. Well, what the fuck are you in my face for then? Yeah. That's why it's very important for you to be with a person that wants you and you want that person. It's two people that. I think Shane, uh, okay. no, my brother, not one person that wants it. Um, it, it just, uh, it's like one of those sucky things. I've, I've had experiences where, where I kept listening to the cons of what's not about to happen with this person in a relationship. And I started to make like a, let me ask that out of my future. If I stay, let me exit out of my future if I stay. And then I started to make a list of what are the pros. To me, the future that I didn't have yet compared to the pros that I had right now, it will never measure up. Like my, my mm-hmm. children have a boring life and I'm the type of person that feels like children need to have the option of being exposed to nature and animals in order to be better people. Because I think children, when it comes to animals, equals compassion for people who can't do anything for them or things. And if you grow up as a child and you you weren't around animals, your, your, your parents didn't take you to the zoo, um, you don't think animals deserve to live or should be in the house as pets or should be treated with some type of respect. It it just get it breathes assholeness. Right? So when you with, when you with somebody and they automatically be like, nah, I don't fuck with anything on four legs or mm-hmm. or don't ill, no, like never. Uh uh-uh. uh. I was like, oh heck no. Nah. I said I might not have a dog right now. But the idea is to have two big ass dogs mm-hmm. at my home because I have a big ass yard. And I just feel like children are better people being exposed to that. So me to imagine having a future with that person, and I knew that was completely off the list because that person is a complete bitch around mm-hmm. animals and insects. Uh oh. Talk, like, talk that shit, Sam. Like, I, I, I hear it coming out. I can't do nothing with this. Like, it's easier if it's a woman that doesn't like those things. But when it's a man, Mm. sir, you mean every time I have an issue with the animal or I need protection, I'm going to have to protect myself? No. So it just, it just, when you have to take a person's cons a lot up front before y'all even become anything and they type of ship, just cancel it out, period. That's just not the person for you. And it's okay 
It's better to cancel it out up front and know what you're dealing with up front. We got um, exactly. our messages, and I'm going to go further down this shit show list that I have of what women do and how they fumble the bag on good men. Mm. So let's go. And I can cook. The last meal I made him was um, shrimp and grits with some cheese. Yeah. I sure did. It was pretty good. Yeah. And the thing is, like, a, a lot of people, like, they forget that we all start from scratch. Just like your food start from scratch, you start right. from scratch. So when people tell you what they won't do, and it's like, when you say you won't do it, are you saying you don't want to learn it? Or are you saying that you don't want assistance? And a lot a lot of people, when I talk to them, and they're like, no, like, I, oh, I don't cook. And it's like, so do you not cook because you don't want to learn to cook because you can't cook or can you be taught? And anybody who knows anything about relationships knows that it's just one big lesson. Like relationships are a lesson. Like you go into a situation learning something from the other person, or at least you should. And if you don't, clearly it was the wrong relationship for you. So when she's saying that, yeah, like she cooks like, yeah, like sometimes you don't have to cook some elaborate, like four course meal with fucking like garnishings and shit like that like yo if that person wants a grilled cheese sandwich like if you don't know how to make it we got the internet if you you know it's certain things it's like oh like all the information is there for you but you refuse to use it and shit little shit like that for me just not everybody but for me like would instantly tell me you know what i can't fuck with that person that's when when people on like twitter and stuff like that if I say something and they're asking me to like research it for them, I'm like, fuck no, Google is free. It's right there for you. So with relationships, I'm like, yo, like I could help you, but you don't even want the help. So if you don't want the help, then you need to be alone. And a lot of people just honestly, to tie what I'm saying in, they've never actually been alone long enough to actually have to do things for themselves. Yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of people jump from relationship to relationship to relationship and it's obviously like certain things like they might be attractive. They just honestly just can't be alone, which is fine. But the issue is if you've never been alone and had to do for yourself, you can't do anything for anybody else. And once I find that out about you, I can't do nothing for you. And I see a lot of that shit on like the social media where people are like, oh yeah, well, you know, ain't no shit that this person can do for me, blah, blah, blah. I can do for myself. I'm like, yo, but can you fucking like, can you scramble an egg? The, the most basic shit. Can, can you like, make rice can you microwave something with the microwave cover on because god forbid i, I fucking hate that shit uh, don't microwave, yo that is, uh, yo that is a pet peeve for me like one girl i used to date like she used to go and make spaghetti and she would put it in a bowl and she would just put it in the microwave uncovered so every time that like i would look in the fucking microwave and she would put it on for like three minutes anybody who knows bastard. anything about spaghetti Yo, that shit just splatters everywhere. I'm like, yo, like, are you stupid? Like, are you dumb? Like, what is going on? Like, this is this is fucking stupid to me. So I'm telling her, I'm like, maybe if I buy the microwave cover for her, she'll put it in there. Because, you know, she used to do the thing where she would put the paper towel on it. I'm like, okay, cool. But I bought you a microwave cover. And instead of her putting the food under the microwave cover, she would go and either put the food on top of the microwave cover or she would completely take the microwave cover out and then microwave the food. I was like, oh, this is a dummy. I can't do this. Pussy might be good, but no, this this is just stupid. This is this is fucking dumb. So again, I'm I'm sorry. I'm on a tangent. Shane, it's on you. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna grab these um this message from Stone. 
Everybody pray. Nigga, that's Teddy P. Loving somebody. Somebody loves you back. Mm-hmm. If you're good, yep. love somebody when somebody loves you back. Let me tell you, I was, if I was in the era of Teddy P concerts, I would never have draws on. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Okay, they, I'll be certified. Oh, it's Shan. Put her in the back because she's a draws thrower. <laughs> oh, no. That man was a snack, a sweaty snack, a dry snack, an ensuite snack, afro snack, beer snack, snack, snack. Okay. <clears throat> All right, going down this list. Um, women fumble a good man by purposely being a problem, thinking it's a, a good thing or something to spice up the relationship. Women can fumble a good man by constantly being demanding, but mm. never being able to reciprocate that shit to that man. Sometimes a man wants to be catered to. Sometimes a man wants um, to feel like whatever he desires today, I can just ask my woman and she'll do it without asking me why or Mm -hmm. uh, having a problem or stomping her feet while she goes to do it. Um, Some women... They have drama that comes with them, period, because they fight in their own demons. Man, listen. And so they, a lot of people are attracted to people who are already peaceful or who mm-hmm. are already happy when they fight in their own demons because they want somebody else to carry that shit. Like, you ever been, you ever been in a good-ass mood and then some some man or woman comes around with their shit and their stories and their attitude and it just instantly kills it you know I, I'm, I'm gonna say this because i have to um ladies i need you to read chapter one before you read chapter two a lot of y'all be trying to skip shit and it's like yo like how the f- like y'all reading the movie spoilers before you go and then you go see the movies like y'all like th- this is dumb like how there's been so many times where it's like you know a lot of people haven't really like closed the chapter on their previous relationship and they insist on like, you know what, just bringing that hurt and that pain from that last relationship into the most current relationship or what they think is a relationship. Um, for me, perfect example, there was a girl I was dating and she wasn't completely over her ex. So mind you, I'm giving my hundred percent. I'm doing the things I need to do. She's happy with what I'm doing. But the issue is at one point she told me, she was like, I'm not happy. But it's not you. So I'm like, okay, so if you're not happy and it's not me, what is it? And she told me one thing women do, which I'm sorry, one thing women say that we all know as men is a lie. She's like, I'm okay. Whatever woman tells you I'm okay, she's not fucking okay. I did a whole episode on She Gets It, I want to say probably season two mm -hmm. of I'm Fine. Mm Mm-hmm. And the 10 things women say that they mean the complete opposite when they say it. Yeah. But the thing is, she wasn't, how can I put it? For me, she wasn't ready to be met with somebody who wants to have that conversation. She was, mm-hmm. just, I guess she expected me to just take the I'm okay, I'm all fine, you know, I'm fine and just let it be that. And I was like, I can't do that. Because when somebody tells me they're okay and they're fine, that's kind of triggering for me. I'm like, okay. That's something that somebody would say if they actually want to have a conversation. So 
I'm attempting to have a conversation with her and she didn't want it. Like she wasn't receptive to the conversation because she was internalizing the fact that she still cared for her ex. So I told her, I was like, yo, like I know about your ex and stuff like that. And, you know, I I know that you were dating someone before me. Like, would you rather talk about it? And she thought that like, she couldn't actually like, kind of like open up to the person that she's with and tell them the trauma that she dealt with with him. So she was telling me about the trauma and stuff like that. She was like, well, I don't want to hurt you because of that. I was like, you're actually hurting me by telling me I'm okay. I'm fine. Because now I feel like you're not over that situation and I'm wasting my time. And she was like, that's what I figured that you were going to say. I thought you were going to like end a relationship. I'm like, no, you've ended the relationship for us because you've already told me there's nothing I can do to please you, to appease you, because you just needed a replacement right now. You, you needed a six man to come in on the lineup on that roster to help you out to close the game. I'm not here to close the game. I'm here to play all 82. I need to be at every single game. I can't just show up when the team, you know, when your, you know, your team is up by 40 points. You're like, you know what? Like we're already winning. So we're good. Cause when things were good with her, things were good. But when she had those moments, I was like, yo, like you're having moments and it's not even involving me. Like, she would just like get really down really quick. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is happening? And so I'm thinking, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe she's still texting this nigga and stuff like that. Would you know, come to find out homeboy had moved on and he's happy somewhere else. So then her and I get, you know, we start talking and she's trying to match his happiness with our relationship. And I was like, oh, this isn't, it's not, it's not cool. Me be, I'm being used to like trying to facilitate you having a happy relationship, but you're only doing it because you're jealous at seeing somebody else move on from you. So once she told me that, but she didn't, she didn't say it, but she said it. She was like, yeah, like he seems to be happy over there. And she was like, I just want to be happy too. And I was like, yo, you can't just be happy too. <laughs> like th- that sounds to me like, yo, like regardless of what I do for you, you just want to make sure whatever is going on, it presents like you're doing good to that nigga. He's not paying you any mind at all. So I was like, you know what? I have I have to end this shit. And she felt really bad. She was like, you know, well, you know, it shouldn't end this way. I was like, it has to. Because the thing is, you haven't actually had somebody end it with you, tell you that it's done, and then you have to deal with that shit. According to her, like homeboy, like, you know, she just she couldn't accept that they broke up and she still had to deal with the fact that he had moved on. So I had to tell us like, yo, we have to get closure here. Like I have to tell you now. This is done. This is it because you're not over him. And the thing is, you can't have a conversation with someone who is over you when they've already moved on. She waited until homeboy moved on to be like, oh, I miss him and blah, 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 blah. And instead of saying that to him, she started talking to other people. So for me, it was a little bit much. But again, it's another reason and another excuse for women to fumble good men. Come on, Greg, with the facts. Okay, so that dropped three messages. So I'm going to play it. Got Casey and PZ. Looking back over my years, I guess I should have some tips. Yay! I told myself time and time again, this time I'm going to win. But another fight, things ain't right. I'm losing again. <laughs> it takes a fool to lose twice and start all over again. Okay, I think I better let it go. Mm. What you think about that? Looks like another lover TKO. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Come through. I will agree, like, women fumble good men because um, in my past, I've, I've dealt with some, like, stupid men and men that were just, like, so immature and just not, like, respectful. And um, one of my exes was completely opposite from what I had in the past and I fucking ruined it because I wasn't used to uh, that type of man and all the boys that I've had in my past. Um, now I've been single for about like six years. I'd say about more than half of it was working on myself and making sure I'm good. Um, and now I think I'm more just, it's more convenience. Like I'm cool with being single. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Understood. Same. Yeah. Same. I, um, you, if you spend too, that's another kind of spending too much time with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. They'll mentally, internally train you to be okay yeah. with the next person doing the same shit because you trained yourself to be okay with it. And then the crazy part is you don't even, you, your, your body won't even let you get excited about relationship shit you're supposed to get excited about with the person that actually deserves it because you already been disappointed when you were excited the first time. Yeah. So if if you don't want to spend a whole bunch of years on learning and reworking some bad shit from someone that didn't deserve you in the first place, cut that shit short as soon as you could cut it short because you're going to have way more work to do if you don't. Yeah, it just seems like there's way too many people who are like dissatisfied with being single. And it's like, oh, you have to like you before other yeah. people can. <laughs> it's like, how hard is that to recognize? Like, yo, That's I can't. As somebody who wants to date you, if I'm a single man and or if I'm a single woman, like, I have to like you, but you have to like you. You can't. You, like, know, you know what? I hate. You know, it's okay. Um. I think society automatically pressures people to be in something or with somebody because they can't mentally they can't mentally understand why you're not married you're mm-hmm. you're single you work you have a place you're in good health but you're not in a relationship so even like when I was talking to my doctor um he asked me are you single or married I said I'm single he was like, so you already have kids? I said, yes. And he was like, was it a C-section or a vaginally? I said, vaginally. He was like, okay. So what are you doing for um, for birth control? Like, nigga, what if I'm celibate? What if mm-hmm. I'm having sex? Like, he automatically was like, no, you're fucking. Tell me what you're doing when you fuck. I think society has this thing where there's no way you cannot be fucking. There's no way you cannot be seeing somebody. There's no way somebody consistently is not in that pussy. Tell me what's mm-hmm. going on. Because so when I so when I told him I said I'm not in a relationship, I do have a person. He was like, So what mm-hmm. are y'all doing? I said, he uses condoms. He was like, So can you do me a favor before I do this uh surgery? Can you please not get pregnant? I said, Oh, like yo, why do you have rules and regulate? Like 
you don't trust me enough to know what the fuck I want and deserve. And mind you, without without sounding disrespectful, though, like that and, you know, him being a male doctor, I don't want to make it a male versus female thing. But it seems like like he's holding the woman accountable for the actions of the man. It's like, no, like that guy that you're sleeping with or that you're with or whatever, like he should know the circumstances, the consequences and repercussions. But even with that being said, like you as a doctor shouldn't go and be like, you know what? You protect you from you. And it's like, I know what the fuck I'm not supposed to do. I have my kids. I'm like, what are we doing here? It's like, it's like there's a society mistrust with people on, there's no way you can be out here single and not fuck and not fuck or not want somebody to fuck. No, people have their decisions on what they do. So I think with that, when people go from being in a relationship to not being in one and they're supposed to spend that time to work on themselves, like PZ said she was doing, mm-hmm. it's looked at as, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Why? 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 And some people can't handle that pressure, so they keep finding themselves in relationships that they don't want. That shit is crazy to me. Fuck but that. see, you know one me, thing- I tell somebody to shut the fuck up because I'm good over here. Yeah. And, and more importantly, it's like, yo, like, you're telling me, of all people, and mind you, like, I'm not saying your doctor knows you or something like that, but, like, we all like to fuck. Like, I'm sorry, you could be fucking, you know, 19, 20, 21, or you could be 37, 38, 39. And sex is something that, it, I don't want to say it has to be had, but when it is had, it's enjoyed. And once you enjoy sex, talking about good pussy, good dick, you're not going to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to stop fucking. Like, no, like, sex is honestly like an outlet to, for a lot of people um if that's not prevalent with things like only fans and the fact that people talk about it more importantly we do that shit so for a doctor who knows like one of their specialties is to actually ask you the questions about sex be like yo like just monitor your sex because guess what you have kids so we just are trying to prevent you from having more first and foremost what if i want to have another fucking kid now you're discouraging me from having another kid so that's that and secondly, like, yo, I'm not fucking you. You know I'm fucking, clearly. But more importantly, like, you're telling me to dictate what the other person is going to do by saying, you know what? Yeah, you're wearing condoms, but be safe because my doctor told me, you, you know, you just want to make sure you don't have another kid. Fuck you, yeah. sir. Like, Yeah, and then, yeah, you know, the other part is, I didn't push it because he's not even on the, he, he looking for the same kind of men I'm looking for. So I was like, sir, you don't know. See? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You don't have to deal with the the other side of what happens after you do fuck because mm-hmm. you got you got people in your back door and not the front vagina. Mm-hmm. So we're not even gonna have this conversation. So I didn't even push it too much. But yeah, that was interesting. So we got yeah. um, three more messages, and then I'm gonna make my way down this list because mm-hmm. I'm not halfway with the shit. Oh, well, there's a lot of women out here fumbling good men, and I'm about to lay out the reasons. Um, because this is about honesty, this is not about picking on women tonight, it's about honesty. So, we got Casey, Liquid, and PZ. Uh, I'm liking this, this live. This is actually one of the uh lives that I've actually um had time to just sit and listen to without flipping through or coming back and flipping through. Um, and I have one question. My question is, um, why not And of course, not all, but why do most women say I'm okay and I'm fine, 
but means something totally different. Like, mm-hmm. what, how, how is that helping? What is that benefiting? Okay, let me answer this because I have a vagina. Um, a lot of times when women have a problem and they say I'm fine, sometimes it's because of who's asking them that they say that too because they know it's going to get under their skin. Sometimes it's because playing victim is better than finding a solution. A lot of people get off on being a victim all the time. When there's really solutions to their problems, they just don't want to go through the process of getting the solution. And a lot of times women, they're not fine, but talking through why they're not fine means I'm really going to have to tell the truth about the shit I'm dealing with. And I'm more comfortable with making everything seem like it's okay when it's really not. So a lot of people aren't ready for the solution. So they just brush it off with, I'm not fine with, I'm fine because explaining why they're not fine is too much work and they're not ready to do the work. Either way, you should leave them alone. Yeah. And you, and you can take that how you want to take it. Take, leave them alone in the sense of don't bring it up because people who want to talk, they're going to come to you and they're going to talk. They're going to call you and they're going to talk. You're going to say hi to them and you're going to look at them. They're going to look at you and they're going to burst into tears. People going to pop when they're ready to pop. But I'm not begging nobody to tell me what's wrong. Even my children. Talk to me when you you done crying because I don't, I can't understand this. You know, like even tonight, my four-year-old dropped juice on the floor. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, Ari. So this is what we're going to do. Go in the room, stop crying and come up here and tell me what you did. So I, I, I got irritated and I say, Anya, I said, what is she talking about? She says she dropped the juice. It's a funny thing where kids will <laughs> In their language, and the other kid will pick it up clear as day. She said she dropped the juice on the floor in the kitchen. Girl, just say that. Adults, hmm. women work the same way. They say I'm fine, but they're really not fine. You know they're not fine. You can read back body language. You're not an idiot, but they're not ready to um, have the conversation, or they want to irritate you by um, lightly. That's gaslighting. Because now my focus is trying to get you right and your focus is deflecting and getting on my nerves. And Hmm. until a woman is ready and mature enough to have the discussion and explain her true feelings and let's resolve it and move forward with the day, they're not ready for the relationship you're giving, period. And I'm, a t- and I'm saying this through experience because I'm good for telling the motherfucker I'm fine and I'm not. Mm. Now I just tell you point blank what's on my mind and then you're going to do what you could do with it. And if you can't do nothing with it, it don't matter. It's, it's, it's said, it's done. Spilt milk. Oh, they sound an off in these voicemails, so you might as well keep playing. All right, I'm going to go through. Yes, we could have went to a Teddy Pendergrass concert together i was looking at his documentary the other day and if i was you know 
born around that time, back in the day, day. Mm-hmm. I would have been at every concert. He was tall and fine. He was nice yeah. looking, like a teddy bear. Yes. Good. And I thought about it. Would I have Smash? Yeah, I would. Teddy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would have climbed that thing like a tree. PZ. Right. I agree with that because I'm satisfied with being single because I love who I am. And I mean, shit, if a guy comes along and wants me or makes me want to not be single anymore, all for it. (laughs) But I'm not sitting down waiting for somebody to, you know, quote unquote, sweep me off my feet, whatever. Like I'm living my life. I'm happy. I'm enjoying my life. If someone comes in and wants to continue my life with me, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? True. Facts. Got Casey. Okay. Well, I get that, but I'm speaking more um, for women who are, are in a relationship with their significant other. Like, you know, to me, if I'm in a relationship with someone, I believe that honesty and communication is uh, number one now. So if there's an issue and I'm coming to you asking you, hey, is everything okay? Are you fine? Is anything going on? And you're lying to me. How do you move from there? How do you continue to progress and and make a relationship work when somebody's not being truly honest with you and they supposed to you don't mm-hmm. you don't uh, when you're in a relationship and someone honestly asks you you know what's wrong and you say I'm just I'm fine it's because that person gets off more so on seeing you miserable on trying to figure out what yep. their problem absolutely yeah it's unfortunate, but that's what they're doing. All right. So moving down this list. Um, women fum- fumble good men by... Uh, sometimes women's goal is to abuse men, period. They um, maybe had like a shitty upbringing or enough men did them dirty. So now they're bitter and they're carrying that. And a lot of women are getting back at all the men because their fathers dropped the ball. Mm. but nobody wants to talk about that nobody wants to talk about the women um, that don't like their children and had their children to spite their fathers nobody wants to talk about the women that get paid amples in, in, in dollars in child support but when that man comes to pick up his child his child has dirty shoes no laces the clothes that that man bought that child, they ne- he never sees them on the child. Um, the court systems won't do anything about that because they need evidence that the child is being mistreated. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. A lot of women will take child support money from a man. And even though that man is getting docked out of his pay through child support, she'll purposely not show him every, any evidence that she's using it. Mm-hmm that child just to get under his skin a bit more. Mm-hmm. And, and Shout it's, out a, to... oh, go ahead. it's a sick oh, thing. No, I was going to say shout out to Quan Mills. He wrote a book by the name of this whole got roaches in her crib. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, 
it's an absolutely crazy fucking story, by the way. Um, yeah. But I, I would implore people to just read the book, even if, you know, you want to treat it as satire. It, it is definitely like eye opening because it, it starts off delicate and gets really intricate. And everything that Shannon's saying is prevalent in those stories. So feel free. Um, again, Quan Mills, this whole guy roaches in her crib. Is this the one that was read on the lunch break room? Mm-hmm. Ah! Yeah. Now, I, now, if you want me to do a spoiler alert, I, I don't mind, but I'll, I'll I'll give people another like ten minutes, and then I'll give the spoiler. So, okay. Um, uh, a lot of women do not identify with peace. That's why they bring you drama, and that's why they're hostile, and that's why they're super aggressive, and when they meet a man or they're in a relationship with a man or dating a man whose sole purpose is to bring you joy and make you feel good and want to bring you peace, she goes at him with the most negative shit to see if he can take it. Because I think this fake reality TV and these shows and our music gives people this nasty illusion of what a relationship is supposed to be. And people think, unfortunately, how much of my bullshit do they put up with that's going to be a testament to how much they love me? Mm. And when you're dealing with a woman who feels like she's going to dagger your body up and the relationship with a whole bunch of uh, weapons of actions and disrespect and uh, ill treatment to see how much you can withstand and that will be the measurement of the love you have for her. You're dealing with a woman who does not identify with peace and it could be because of her upbringing. It could be because of her past relationships. Either way, that's a battle and that's a fight that you don't have to fight unless Mm -hmm. you want to. Okay. Thank you for putting it nicely. I'm going to say this. Ladies, women, uh, you know, girls, women, ladies, uh, p- feel free to stand to the side as I speak to these bitches. Okay, so a-, a-, a lot of bitches are absolutely fucking miserable. And I'm trying to be as respectful, but also add a, a-, a slight disrespect in there. A lot of you bitches are just like blatantly disrespectful. And when I say disrespectful, you disrespect your other women. Like, they go and do things like, these bitches can't handle me. These, these bitches ain't shit, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yo, like, or, you know, they'll say even, like, little subtle things like, oh, I- I'm not friends with any women because of this. I'm like, yo, like, just say you don't have fucking friends. You don't have to isolate it to women. Like, just say nobody fucks with me, and that's okay. I'll find people to fuck with me. A lot of bitches, again, and I've said it four times already, feel free to, you know, be upset at the fact that I said it. Notice I said, Women, ladies, and girls, please stand to the side. When I'm specifically talking about bitches, um, my issue is there's no accountability. Zero, even, if you want to put it that way. Because everybody else is the problem, and I am the victim. And it's like, oh, you cannot be the victim every single time. You're trying to tell me a room of 15 to 20 people are all saying the same fucking shit. They've all had similar experiences with you. However, they're the wrong party. They're the person that's wrong. You dated four guys this summer. None of that shit worked out. And it's always their fault. Guess what? 
bitch. It's your problem. It's you. Sometimes it's okay to say, you know what? I'm not ready yet. We've, we've done conversations and podcasts before, Shane, and we've said before, like, it's okay to be single to honestly just, like, take a telescope and just look from the other side of the ocean and say, you know what? I see a lot of motherfuckers is happy over there. I want to be there eventually, but guess what? I'm okay over here right now because I'm comfortable in me. A lot of people are not comfortable. A lot of bitches aren't comfortable. A lot of niggas ain't comfortable. So what they do is they hang out on this side of the island with the people who are, you know, they're not ready yet for a relationship. They're not happy with a relationship. You know what they do? They create a pool with these people who aren't ready and they start fucking with them instead of saying, you know what? Like, why can't I just be by At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Myself. So you're making people on the island with you miserable. And then when they go and they finally find somebody, you know, they get on a boat or whatever, and they go to that happy island where everybody else is, you know, they're feeling good, you know, about relationships. And, you know, just even if they're not in a relationship, they're just happy with being them. They're like, you know what? I've settled in the fact that I might be alone for a while, but you know what? I'm happy. I learned myself. I've experienced things for myself. You go over there and you bring your miserable ass over there with all your trauma, all your pain, all your hurt. And it hasn't been addressed yet because nobody fucks with you. You don't have anybody to go to. You don't go and use the Calm app. You don't go and go to therapy. You don't go and listen to anybody else but the people that agree with your angry, bitter ass. And it it hurts. It hurts to see that shit. Because the thing is, you can't tell these people shit. You can't be like, yo, like, you know, the whole thing was like, who hurts you? What's wrong with you? Is there a problem? You can't say that shit to people because they think like you're trying to trigger them by asking like, who hurt you? No, really, we want to know who hurt you because the thing is, if we ask that question, we're not asking it to be malicious. We just literally want to know what did they do to you? Did they sexually traumatize you? Did they say something to you like verbally that hurt you that honestly somebody needs to ask? And everybody who, you know, didn't ask this question, that's a personal problem right there. But also we have to go with the glaring thing right here. You have all the answers. There's no fucking way you, the person with all the trauma, all the pain, all the hurt, you have all these answers and you keep getting the same fucking results. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. So when I hear women, since we're only talking about women tonight, and you're talking about all the men that didn't work out, all the niggas who didn't treat them right, all the women who only want them to sexualize them and talk about their body, man, your whole pussy and ass is out here. You're selling your pussy for $4.99 on uh, Mm -hmm. OnlyFans. You're going with Amazon wish lists and shit like that. People are looking at you like, yo, dummy, you're talking about how you can't find happiness, but you have 480 subscribers. You're talking about how you're getting to the bag, fuck these niggas. But then at two o'clock in the morning, when you realize everybody else is out here fucking their spouses, they're happy, they're in love. Meanwhile, you at a nightclub trying to figure out why the club promoter will not text you back to let you in. Guess what? You lonely bitch. It's your fault. It's you. Somebody has to say this shit to people and honestly break it down to them to the point where it hurts. The truth hurts and it's fine, but you have to establish the hurt because you're already hurting. 
I'm I'm no longer at the point where I want to like you know try to be passive to people who are already hurting. It's like no, if they're hurting, we're gonna make it bleed a little bit. We we have to go and like we gotta turn that sword a little bit. Once you turn that sword and you start telling people, yo, like this shit gonna hurt, but guess what? Once I pull it out, it's gonna hurt less. But the thing is, you have to experience that shit in order to understand. Like yo, it, it actually might have been me all along. You out here, fuck these niggas, fuck these women, fuck this shit. I'm like yo, it can't be fuck everybody, and then you want everybody to love on you. It, it can't be that way. So, you know, without being disrespectful to a lot of people, I'm sure people are going to be triggered by the shit that I'm saying. It's no disrespect to you unless you feel like you're disrespected. And I apologize for that shit. But at that point, you need one of three things. Therapy. You need somebody who's going to understand and listen to you. But number three, you need somebody who's going to do the first two, but they're not going to give you the answers that you think you need. Sometimes you need to hear the honest truth. And Half the time when we get to these situations, you're the problem. Once you start accepting, you know what? I'm getting my in my own way. You're better off. I, I've seen men and women like say that shit. You know what? You know what? I had to slow down and realize, you know what? I'm out here telling all these, these women and men what I want. And I really didn't even want that shit. It just sounded good. I want a relationship. But then, you know what? I also want to have six niggas on the side. How? How, Sway? <laughs> oh, you know, I, I, I want to be with this girl, but you know what? I also want to have six other females I'm fucking. I, I want to, you know, I want the nastiest bitch on the block, but she got to be a lady in the streets. That's yeah. not how it works, sir. That's not how the fuck that shit works. And I'm, I'm tying both in together because I'm trying to be, you know, like absolutely correct when what I'm saying without disrespecting women. But since we're talking about women and them fumbling good men, a lot of the reasons why women fumble good men is because they listen to broken fucking women who are telling them the shit they need and they ain't even got the shit. It's like, how the fuck are you telling me all the things I should require and want from a man on Twitter and you ain't got the shit? You out here lonely as shit. You on Clubhouse doing these these rooms. Why do, you know, black men not understand this? Why does men not understand this shit? Like, bitch, it's you. Sometimes you literally have to get out of the rooms with the same people who think like you and go into a different perspective. Sometimes you are in bad company and it's fine. But you have to go and like when somebody's tapping you on the shoulder, that might be an angel. They're saying, yo, it's, it's you, sweetheart. It's you. It's you, dude. The reason why you keep sticking your dick raw in five different women, six different kids and shit like that. It's you, nigga. Like, what, what are we doing here? We, it's 2021. We done went through an entire pandemic where the world was trying to say, you know what? We resetting. We're going to make sure people get their shit right. People had 365 days to get their shit together. They came out of the door. They unlocked their door and walked outside, got some fresh air and blew the fuck up with madness. I'm like, yo, how the fuck do you have a year off of life and you come back dumber than you were before? It's stupid to me. It is dumb to the point where at this point now, from everything I say from this point going on with this podcast and even things I say out on the street. I have no sympathy for mediocrity. I can't do it. It's dumb. It's stupid. And anything that happens to people, it's a result of their own actions. The reason why you can't find him is because he's over there with somebody who wants him. The reason why she don't want you is because you were not giving her the shit that she required when she told you, this is what I want. So take that for what it is. Take it for what I said. And more importantly, yo, like a lot of you motherfuckers need therapy. And I'm just going to put that out there. So I'm done. Feel free, Shay. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> I mean, Greg said, you know, you got this show tonight, but sir, you've been dropping some gems. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you've been making some points. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <clears throat> okay, so we got eight messages. 
since you've been on the pulpit. We got our people in here. We got Eruth. Eruth got things to say. So let's 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 reel these in. Good evening, y'all. Shannon. Hey, Greg. You know, I actually think that people have like a like a shallow how complex. You know what I mean? Like people don't actually see themselves. They can't see them. They can't see their own flaws. They really believe that they're doing like so many good things. And I, I guess this is like, this is everybody really. We all have that moment where we feel like we're like the hero in the story. And I feel like that's sort of what happens with some women and some men. Like y'all were talking about the women who are not taking care of the children because they feel like they're taking care of them in a different way. Like, well, I make sure that they can have food to eat, right? Which is important. But also, you know, the children also should make sure you should also make sure your children are eating food that's not going to cause all their teeth to fall out. And some people are not actually as aware about the long, the consequences of that. You know, it's like that movie. Um, I got another message coming. Uh, what's that movie called with that little girl who, damn, I can't remember the movie, but there's a movie with this little girl who her mom basically like caused it. There's a there's a um, disorder that women have. Mount Munchausen syndrome or something like that, where women basically create like medical issues for their children. And she got all this money and sympathy. She made it look like her daughter was paralyzed. I know. And there's a scene where the girl is her, her teeth uh, start to fall out because her mom took the did us asked the doctors to do some kind of surgery that removed her glands or something. And you know you need saliva in order for your teeth to clean up the bacteria i mean you know your mouth to clean the bacteria so that your teeth don't fall out and so long term like she did all this stuff not realizing that all these things had a domino effect and i don't think that there's there's some women that maybe not as dangerous as she as her mom but don't think about the consequences that's a fact uh the diving bell and the butterfly is one of those movies like yeah. I think she was talking about another one, but I think you that was another one too. The, the gypsy girl, I can't remember. I think it's called The Act, is what that mm-hmm. or that show. It was crazy. That definitely requires, I think, people, women to just have someone tell them, you know, how to improve. And I think a lot of people don't, a lot of women don't know how to receive criticism. Yeah. That and criticism with the understanding that it's coming from a place of trying to help because so many people want to control the narrative of their own lives. And even if it's bad, even if that narrative shows that that there's bad consequences, it's hard for people to be able to let go and allow someone else to guide them. And this is just a problem across the board, you know? So that's why we got a bunch of children raising children that look like adults. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's rough. Just look at TikTok for a good hour, and you hear a lot of kids talking about their parents and how horrible their parents are. Were yeah, yeah. You got you got a lot of parents who are young in the body, old in the face because trauma. But it's a story for another day. That is. Yeah, I feel y'all. If you unhappy, you need to leave me alone and be with somebody who's gonna make you happy. You know what I'm saying? But uh, peace and blessings to the panel. What's good with y'all? How you feel? And I'm over here making do with the do. Off the late night, chilling. My daughter's birthday. But uh, y'all have a beautiful night. And I love the conversation. I'm listening. I'm a fan. <laughs> and I think I follow both of y'all. If I'm not, I'm, I'm about to do it now. 
So y'all have a good night. Holla. I'm listening. Absolutely. Happy birthday to your daughter. I know he lives in the area that I live in. So hopefully you went to 8th Street Day. You had some fun with your daughter on her birthday, man. Peace and blessings to y'all. Yes. Yes, indeed, Chan. Yes, indeed, Greg. It's true. Good evening, y'all. I agree that a lot of broken women or women that lack morals, good sense, hygiene, uh, effective hygiene practices, that is, you know, they overlook good men. Um, they jeopardize the relationships with good men and then they go on trying to give advice to their homegirls or co-workers or associates. Talking about, girl, that's why you ain't got no man. And then it's ironic. They don't have one themselves. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it'd be those women with the, the oofa doofa, as, as I told you. Oh, man. Not the oofy. Not the oofy doofy. Not only are they listening to to broken women, um, shit, they don't know how to appreciate a a good man because they they never had one, and and they could also be treating that nigga like the last nigga. So I mean, that's that's a lot of our problems as well. Like uh, they so quick to to jump to conclusions. Oh, this nigga gonna do this, and that nigga gonna do that, and that's how they fuck up and. That's how they really start pushing motherfuckers away. Mm-hmm. Fact. You said See, my question is, how do you get these women to see themselves? And I think there has to be a very gentle approach because this Kevin Samuels approach, this whatever approach that is out there, whether it's coming from men or women, is rough. <laughs> and, and everybody ain't ready to hear some people really do have to hit rock bottom for them to be like, okay, you know what? I got to get my life in order. And, or they have to hear it from their kids. And sometimes it's too late, you know, by that time, their children have decided to move on from them. But I don't know. Maybe we need to bring back some of them talk shows, the Ricky Lakes, and actually have people like on stage to see themselves. But then again, we do have love and hip hop. And if you let, if we let the, the materialism as we have lead the way, on what people value, I don't think anybody's gonna hear the the uh, the underneath, you know, the skin deep problems. Yeah, I don't know. It's rough. It's rough out here. Um, I think I'll answer only- this, Shane. I'm basically go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say really quickly. Like, I, I do agree, but they see themselves, but they also have an audience, so they're gonna perform for that audience. Just like yeah. you said with Kevin uh, Kevin Samuels, like they play on the hurt. And they stay in that mixed company instead of fixing the trauma. So Kevin Samuels, he he has some deep rooted issues that he hasn't actually fixed yet. Um, mm-hmm. So he's like, instead of fixing it, I have 15 people who agree with me. So I'm going to just stick to these 15 people. And as long as those 15 people agree with him, that audience builds because it's like a fucking Venn diagram. You're like, all right, like I know for a fact it's going to branch out. It's going to keep going and keep growing. And we're going to meet people who are like minded. The issue is when you're wrong and you keep finding people who are like-minded and wrong, guess what? You have the Kevin Samuels community. You have people who are like, you know what? I know know this feels wrong internally because it doesn't make sense, but other people are telling me it feels good. That's why you have like conspiracy theory, you know, theorists and stuff like that. Some of the shit you already know, it's like, yo, like internally this shit don't feel right. But if everybody else is saying it, and that's what I felt when I walked into the room, I'm in the company that I need to be in. So I'm just going to be there. 
So there are a lot of women and men alike who they see an audience and they have to perform for that audience in order to keep up because it's easier to keep up in a small theater versus an arena. And to me, that's just what I see often and early. So, mm. um, what E. Ruth said, um, it's a lot, dog. I just, I think <laughs> the, the only way women today will start to look at themselves is if the main women that they admire the most, um, Let's say I don't know these these ratchets out here. I call them ratchets because I'll give you one. I'll give you one. When you're done. When you're done, I'm gonna give you a perfect one. Um, okay, let's say Nicki Minaj has a big following, right? Mm. Nicki Minaj started talking on talking about ways women should be better. I think she'll get at least a third of group of women today that's not doing it correct. Um the two girls that are in the group or whatever and their bodies is cut up by doctors. I don't know their names because I don't mm. listen to music. If they were starting to point out ways that women um, can be better, maybe that will get the young, the young ladies of today. But they are not going to talk about it. One, because they feel like it's not their job. Two, that's not going to make them more money. Three, they need women to act the fuck up so they can sell records. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't feel like it's going to get done. I think women that really want to be better and really want to change are going to be the ones that start to look at themselves and change it. Women who are not ready and, like you said, have an audience and feel like, oh, 10 of my friends say ain't nothing wrong with me is them. They're going to continue their fuck shit. I'm going to say this. Um, stop listening to fuck boys and fuck girls collectively. Um, I'm going to break it down just a little bit for you. Um, just this week, Brittany Renner was uh, like made famous for saying that it's stepdaddy season, right? Now, stepdaddy season to me is a thing. We're going to get there in a second. But the reason for Brittany Renner being a thing is because she is attached to Tiana Trump. And her and, you know, Tiana are best friends. They hang out and stuff like that. Tiana Trump is a adult film star, which is cool, right? So we're going to get there. And Shan, feel free to just, like, let me take the floor for the next three or four minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Brittany Renner ended up dating, or you know, dating an athlete by the name of PJ Washington. She went and seeked him out when he was in high school, right? Seeked him out, went and looked for him in high school, went to all of his high school games, went to his college games, and ended up, when he got to the league, she ended up getting with him, dating him, getting knocked up by him, getting engaged by him, being married to him. And then the moment that she had the baby two weeks later, dropped him Mm. completely fucking dropped him. The entire world was like, yo, this shit is a little bit weird, but we're going to side with Brittany Renner for the fact that, you know what? Like she got the bag. Like you, you don't have to stay with a man to be happy. You know, we don't know what his side of the story is, blah, 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 blah. I said one word with a period on Twitter, I got more comments from people who were upset because it's happened before, but the fact that it happened in the sake of a man, that shit pissed them off. I said, future died. And Mm. the reason why is because it felt the same fucking way. 
And both of them are fuck people. They both fuck boys and fuck girls. Brittany Renner just pretty much she was she was trying to make it cool, at least when she said the stepdaddy season. Now, any woman who has kids knows one thing. Like, not every man is built or equipped to be a stepdaddy. They're not even built and equipped to be around your kids. I've been around women who, you know, they're just friends and like, yo, I can't bring you around my kids because of the perception that they think like you're the man in their life. You're the representative in their life. No woman needs or wants that shit. So to see in 2021, a grown ass woman who is also a mother of a child of a professional athlete or just a man in general, you're saying it's stepdaddy season and that the man that you already had a kid with should just accept the fact that you've moved on and they have a stepfather. But you know what? You should not let your previous dictate your present. That's what she said. In the And I'm going to find this clip. I'm going to like connect my soundboard and everything to make sure I play this clip because I thought it was pretty disgusting. Because I'm like, yo, if a man would have said, you know what? It's stepmom season. Yeah, me and my baby mom didn't work out. But you know what? I'm out here headhunting. I'm going mm. and getting me somebody else. Yo, the fucking Twitterverse would have broken. Because it's like, yo, like, you as a man, you can't say that shit. You can't be like, you know what? Like, yeah, me and her didn't work out. But guess what? I- I'm looking for her. I'm looking for my kid's stepmom. Because the mother ain't doing what they supposed to be doing. She She's here. And yes, that's the step, you know, that's the mom, but I'm looking for stepmom, it's stepmom season. Some shit to me, I'm starting to get to the point where it's like, yo, social media, we got to eradicate this shit. <laughs> and I understand we use stereo and Twitter and shit like that, but that was honestly the dumbest fucking statement I've ever heard in my life. Imagine my, no, Shan, no, I, I mean this shit from the bottom of my heart. Imagine the father of your kids, like all of a sudden say, you know what? Yes, I respect the mother of my child. But guess what? It's stepmom season. I need somebody who's going to take care of my kids. Meanwhile, you are the parent of those kids and you look at them say this shit on social media. You're looking like, yo, am, am I not enough? Am I not? More importantly, why are you going out there and making me look stupid by saying this shit? They don't know me. And more importantly, like they don't know the situation that we have. And when, when we tie up like the whole like the women fumbling good men, men do it, too you know, fumbling good women, but it's more so it's like, yo, you're putting out more information that nobody needs, nobody requires. And more importantly, you are doing it for an audience. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. So, you know, even with like Future, he's put out four albums talking about Sierra. And it's like, nigga, nobody cares. Like you did her wrong. She done moved on. You mad. It's okay. Brittany Renner, yo, you were with an athlete. That shit didn't work out. So now you're talking about it's stepdaddy season. Nigga, no. Some shit just don't make logical sense to me. Maybe I'm a little bit old, maybe I'm naive, but one thing I'm not is a fucking idiot, and that shit don't make sense to me. That is like two plus two adding up to seven. It's dumb. Mm. It's fucking stupid. So, and I know I said too much because we back up to eight voicemails. I'm gonna shut up, Shane. I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get this Britney Renner clip though while we do it. Okay. We got um a Mo. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna run through them. You know what conspiracy? You know they they use the term conspiracy theory to discredit people that are telling the truth that are getting too close to the truth. That's what the government did when uh, JFK got shot in the head. People were saying that he was murdered, and they're- how did we get here? No, we're not there tonight. Not at all. Move on. <laughs> not tonight. Not tonight, sir. Not tonight. I Long wanted topic. We'll do it to another... connect so badly. I wanted it nah, to. We'll, we'll do it another night. Not tonight, though. 
But at the same time, I also do think that both men and women are extremely impatient. People want people to be ready, full adults, when nobody's a full adult. Like, even at 25, 35, 45, 55, some people look like they got it together and they don't all have it together internally. So there's a lot of, it it takes a lot of patience to be in a relationship and to help each other grow. And a lot of people are not willing to do that because people expect everybody to be grown already. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Everybody don't want that. And that's, that's sort of my question is like, is it possible for people to give themselves the patience to either help themselves as much as they can, but then real be real, be realistic that even in a relationship, you're, you're who you are and your flaws are really, really going to stand out because you have somebody else to hold you accountable. And does everybody want to be held accountable in a relationship? There's no accountability in a situation where you're always right. If you can paint yourself to beat the other party, then you are going to be right. We've seen this shit too many times to the point where it's like, if people will believe your side, nobody wants to hear the other side. It just happened today with the whole fucking Karen Civil thing. Like certain people, like if they're a fan of you, if they're your folks, they only fuck with you. And that can just be like surface level. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, everybody know I dated him, but everybody that I know, if I tell them first, guess what? They're going to believe in me. And if you got your audience, you can perform for them. You can say, you know what? This is what it is. The difference in that is like some people just, they're just really disingenuous and everybody knows it, but they don't want to say it. They don't want to say, you know what? Like there's no way that every relationship is the other person's fault. At some point it has to fall on you. And when it doesn't, we're sitting there like, okay, like if they don't want to acknowledge it, we're not going to say anything, but we're also going to just let this shit keep flying. So when that person comes up every three months and you're like, hey, that's my new boo, Antoine. That's my new boo, Greg. That's my new boo, Darren. Like, yo, like, how the fuck? Like, what? Weren't you just in love like a week ago? What the fuck is going on? Like, is Bobby Schmurder like throwing hats in this bitch? Like, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> At some point, we got to be like, yo, like, it, it's actually you. The issue is friends aren't telling friends, yo, you're the problem. Family isn't telling family, yo, you're the problem. More importantly, the people that you're in a relationship with don't sit you down and like, you know what? You are actually really a detriment to this relationship and you have an option. Fix it or I'm going to leave. If you laid out a relationship that way, a lot of people would act differently. Very much true. Does Kevin Samuels have a wife? Like, is he in a relationship? I've never really dug into it, but I'm just curious. Or like some of these other people. Like, I I think he likes men, but we're going to continue. Does Kevin Samuels have a wife? Like, is he in a relationship? I've never really dug into it, but I'm just curious. Or like some of these other people. Like, I did like what's her name that was um, from um, Wildin' Out. I can't. God damn it, Eruz. Why can't you get your memory together? I remember. Ugh. Okay, I can't remember her name now, but she had a whole rant, and she was just like, "You want a man to come and have his his uh, jobs together, but you ain't got no job." You want? She just went, kept going on and on and on, and I was like, "Yo, she either has a friend that she was tired of listening to, or she was just tired of herself. I don't know." But I was like, "You know, that's those are those real moments that more and more women need just to be able to say, you know what? Today, I had five things that I did that I probably could have been better at, yeah. but." Where are the examples? 
and when there are examples they cut them down because like oprah she's been trying to empower people for a long time but leave it you listen to people what they say about oprah now they're like oprah is the worst it's like she's an example okay let me tell that you was, something that was when, just a when, when uh, i was just gonna say that's just hilarious by the way the person she was mentioning yeah when when friends when friends of friends try to correct friends y'all either end up not talking to each other for months or that's the end of the relationship because a lot of women don't want to be corrected a lot of women don't want to be told no they're not wrong you're wrong and i am a testament to being okay with losing friends that i've had for decades over the fact that they don't want to see the error in their ways and they would rather keep quote unquote friends around them that okay their bullshit. And I'm talking about friends that done seen me with snot bubbles, friends I done seen butt naked, friends I done been around your mother, your daddy, your fiance. Um I've done been around you while you grieving. I done been around you while your life is on the up and up. If you can't take correction and I can take the correction that I get that that you give me and other people give me and work on those flaws and work on that me losing you in my life is not a loss. Mm. Right? And it's not because I don't love you anymore, it's not because I don't miss you anymore. It's because me sticking around is not going to help you be a better person, so therefore you not being here is telling me that you're not ready to be better yourself. So it's okay if you want to gravitate to the people that okay your bullshit. I have to be okay with not having you around. And I had to learn that multiple times than one. And what's so funny is when people that know like how close you were and they bring up, um, so where is such and such at or or what such and such said about that new thing you did. And you'd be like, oh, I don't talk to them anymore. We're not cool like that. They'd be like, oh, what happened? It must have been over a nigga. No. It's really over their own doing and them not wanting to be better and them not wanting to be honest. Or they showed me a side of them where I'm just like, ain't no way I could continuously fuck with you 100%. And I don't do... A lot of women do this too, which is is shitty. They do 50% type of friend relationship. Or I fuck with her 30%. I, I fuck with her a little bit. You know, I, I, I call her up when things are going good for me. But when things are going shitty for me, I avoid her and I dodge her like the fucking plague. Because I know she gonna put me on blast because my life ain't right or my man is doing this or my kids is this or I'm struggling and I don't want her to know. I'm a 110% type of friend. Meaning, and Greg, you know this, I will let you know when shit is great. I will let you know when shit ain't great. I will let you know when I don't feel right. I will let you know when I'm not in a good mood. I'm going to let you know everything and the shit that people hide the most Everybody knows this about me. I'm loudest about. Mm-hmm. You go on my Twitter, I might say some shit that's kind of left, but it's the truth because that's how, how I'm feeling, how I'm thinking. So for me, 
can't nobody say, oh, oh, I don't know why she don't talk to me no more. Or I don't know why we broke up. I don't know. I tell people too much all the time. So, you know. So, you know, when it comes to women, women with men, you might fumble a good man because you're not ready to be honest and you're not ready to do the work. And you don't want to do the work. You want to be around someone who can't point out your flaws because they have cons just like you do. So y'all go for tit for tat and nobody gets better. Hmm. So I appreciate that. The fact that you get it and your name obviously is she gets it pod, of course. I want to play that Brittany Renner clip really quickly. And then we got to get to these voicemails and I want you to finish your list because we're running long. And more importantly, like, I would hope to think that, like, a woman telling other women and men, like, oh, like, this is how you fumble. I would hope that they take this episode to heart because we're already at two hours now. So here's that clip. Hey, y'all. It's officially stepdaddy season. Yeah, what up? I got the car seat in the back. Let's go to the park. <laughs> Don't let your baby mama or your baby daddy block your blessings. I know in theory it sounds good keeping the same person to have kids with, but that's insanity as well. So if it doesn't work out with them, it'll work out with someone else, okay? It just will. That's how that goes. And trust me, I know it's ghetto. It is so ghetto being a baby mama and thinking about multiple baby daddies is scary. But mm, me and my baby going to be all right. We're going to be all right. So we moving forward, onward, upward. Okay. I know a lot of you are skeptical about talking to people with children, but I can assure you the baby mamas now, today, we don't give a damn. You can have them. I have exited the rat race. I am not a threat. I want you to be around for a long time, not a good time. You can hold my son, put him on your story. I trust his judgment. I really do. I really, really do. I just want you guys to be happy. I swear. I do. Now, I'm not a threat. But, you know, I can't speak for the other, 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 other hoes that you don't know about. You know, maybe y'all have be in your favor. <laughs> but I am here for it. Okay. Like people move on. Save the, you should have got the ring first. It wasn't going to work out anyways. It just wasn't going to work out. Let's laugh together and let's raise this baby, you know? <laughs> oh, it is ghetto! It's so fucking ghetto. <laughs> Yo, watch, watch who y'all nut in. What the fuck? Wow! <laughs> Tell me when I can fucking speak, Greg. Go ahead. Okay, first of all, I don't. I I only know of this girl because she screwed over this young man, right? And the only reason why you have a baby and you're, you wasn't married to him and y'all not no longer in the relationship is because you never wanted that. You wanted to secure money and funds and you was really willing to risk a whole life of a human being that's in your backseat, unfortunately, with vagina juice still on him. And you up here talking about it's stepdaddy season. Ma'am, you're looking for someone else to add to the funds in your lifestyle because you know this baby is not going to do it all with the money you're getting from this young man that you shouldn't have been with 
already. You're a hoe. And you're putting yourself on blast that you will hold to the universe. And for any man to date you and think something good is about to come from it with your mindset, they also equally have issues. If I was her, I would completely stay off of social media. If I was her, I would move to an environment where no one knows me or can recognize me from this whole situation and raise this child with this man that I knew I didn't want in the first place. I just wanted his money because I'm insecure and selfish and I have a mindset that money's about to fix my life. It's not that it's not that the situation with the with being a single mom and having a someone father the child that you're with that you're not with that is ghetto. It's your mindset is ghetto. I, I was so flabbergasted, Shan. I was like, bitch, I have, two, <laughs> I have two kids, and they have two different fathers, but there's nothing about my lifestyle that is ghetto. There's nothing about my co-parenting with them that is ghetto. Yeah, but that's the thing. She thought she was, like, rallying up women who have kids and be like, hey, just because you have kids doesn't mean you can't move on. Nobody's ever said that. The way you made it seem is like, oh, no, the people who did it before me, Hey, guess what? Like, it is kind of ghetto that y'all got kids from like multiple d- baby daddies. But me, it's okay because it's stepdaddy season. And we're sitting, I'm literally l- listening to this bird like chirp. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. She- Not only did she say it, I'm like, you doubled down on it twice in the video. Like, let- let's get through these fucking voicemails because I'm done tonight. That that actually really <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, oh, like, if I find this Britney Renner clip, I'm going to play it on Loudmouth because. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It's the audacity like, that's really got me like, girl, please, somebody turn but, off her. But Shan, here's the thing. These are the women that a lot of, not all, a lot of women will listen to and say, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it. The thing is, you don't have to do it. You're doing it because she's trying to make that. Why are we making step parenting cool? Like, it's not a bad thing, but it's also like, you like, you would ideally like think, you know what, like I, I had the kid with that person or those persons and I want to make sure that this right. She's trying to make stepdaddy season out to be like a, a fucking TV premiere that's supposed to last 16 weeks. That shit, that's not how it works, man. So Brittany Renner, fuck you. Shan, and I, what do these voicemails got to say? Look, I don't hold anything against Brittany Renner and I don't look down upon PJ Washington. The, the reason being mainly that I'm not against Brittany Renner is because she put her life, her life to the public. People knew who she was way before this, like all her book with her bent over butt naked saying judge this cover and an apple on her ass. And the book was about her sleeping with I don't know how many different dudes. I think it was seven different men. And on top of that, she's best friends with Tiana Trump, a known porn star. Like, why are we surprised that this happened. Thanks. But she's been a quote-unquote hoe. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's nothing new. So what's the problem? <laughs> girl, that is crazy because I just cut this girl out. She's supposed to be my big sister. 
and I ha- I had to cut her off because I was I was more her friend than she was mine for sure for sure. Well, yeah, but that's I, I, that is true. But another thing is, some people think they're you're. Some people think, regardless of them being wrong or right, you're always going to choose their side because they did all of these good things for you, right? And even though they're, let me tell you something. Older does not equate to maturity, and they're ready to do the right thing. I'm going to tell you that because a lot of the women who I had to be like, okay, deuces to, they weren't older. It's kind of like this high school mentality of you either with us or you not with us, even if we wrong and fucked up. And then if you choose the correct thing and you're not with them, it's, oh, you you know, you lost a friend. You know, you fucked up. Um, Good riddance. Sisses, please. No, it'd be you half the time. It's like, nigga, like, how the fuck everybody is, everybody's collectively telling you you garbage. And you're like, you know what? Nah, like, it's it's them. It's not me. It's like 17 people told you it's you. And you're like, nah, it, it can't possibly be me. Like, yeah. what, here's the thing. And I, I want to say this in the most respectful way I can possibly say it. If you go on hoe, hoe correctly. There's mm. ethics to be in a hoe. You could be a classy hoe. You could be a nasty hoe. You could be a freaky hoe. You could be a Christian hoe. You can be just a hoe, but there's a code of ethics to it. And the thing, when it comes to the code of ethics of being a hoe, rule number one of being a hoe is the only person that should know that you is a hoe is the person you're fucking. The fact that you're on social media telling the world that you're a hoe, everybody know it, but can't everybody have it? So you know what happens as a result of that? People start talking about your wholeness as if they're fucking you. And every woman I've ever like spoken to in, in life can say one thing. Don't say shit about me if you ain't fucking me. And I feel like that should just be the law. But the thing is, if you out here telling the people the shit that you do in your bedroom, the shit that's going on in your personal life like that, you're opening up for people to have an opinion. I should not have an opinion on you saying it's stepdaddy season when all you had to do was say, you know what? It didn't work out with me and him, but hopefully the next person who loves me or, you know, whatever. And I don't, I'm not trying to say it like affectionately or nothing like that, but it's more so like, you don't even have to say that shit. But the fact that you went on your social media, which is, it's your right, but you went out there and told a whole bunch of people who are just in earshot or eyeshot that, you know what? It's stepdaddy season. Now you're going to have some young chick who has a kid. And I was like, you know what? It didn't work out for me, but guess what? The next person, they ain't got a choice but to be a stepdaddy. But what happens when that shit don't work out for them? Then she's like, oh, well, it's still stepdaddy season. Then it don't work out for that person. Now you got somebody out here just having like multiple kids and stuff like that. And it's, it's no disrespect to that, but it's like they're believing you because you're making it seem cool because it worked out for you. But let me just let you know, PJ Washington is worth fucking $60 million. It's a difference when you having a kid with a nigga who's $60 million, like in equity versus a nigga who honestly worked at Chick-fil-A. And that's no disrespect to Chick-fil-A, but you know what I mean. Like, we, we have to know the differences here. And that, that's what I, I felt was really disingenuous. So fuck her. Like, I'm really upset about that shit. Shan, what else we got? All right. Piece of the panel and piece of the chat. <sighs> Man, look, I feel both of y'all. I, 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 get, I get it. Like, it almost needs to be someone of prominent stance to 
call them out. Call a Nicki Minaj's out. Call a Cardi B's out. Call a Trey Song's out. Call them out because they be on some bullshit. And it ain't cool. It's, it's one thing to talk about life, right? This is what you went through. But, but where's the wisdom in the music you, you, you present? Like, where's the wisdom? How are you going to, because you got young folks and older folks listening to your shit, bumping your shit. This is what they vibe on. This is the energy you push, you putting out this type of energy. And this is what we doing. Mm-hmm. But I think it is though. And I do got to run got a show coming up and trying to get back in the groove. You know what? I think it's humility. I think that if, for, okay, I'm going to use myself as an example. And I'm talking to my, you know, when I'm now, I'm, I'm around my sister a lot more. And when I'm talking about some of the things that I overcame with parenting, which was a lot. I was literally in therapy all the time. I was depressed. I was anxious. I was screaming. I was like a dinosaur stomping around in my house, angry, screaming at kids, threatening them, beating kids. I was just doing too much that wasn't taking care of myself in order to be better. And now when I talk to her, you know, her other women who are struggling, where I notice, you know, notice that they're giving their kids everything and doing the same things I was doing. I share where I came from. Like, yeah, I remember when I was like this close to checking myself into a mental hospital and they'll be like, what you trying to say about me? I'm like, I'm not trying to say anything about you. I'm just saying like, I can relate with the struggles. Here's how I overcame it. Humility is a is, is important to start. Thanks. Um. All right, well, mm, yeah. So the money is the motive. Mm-hmm. I think I'm with you, Shan, on that. I think the money is the motive. And that is why people are not looking deeper into themselves to take responsibility for their own characteristics or characters or behaviors. And also people don't want to be judged. Like, I think over the last couple of years, the friends that I, or the, the friend circles that I was in when I was working at the office, when I was in a brick and mortar site, I would have a friend that would come to me and she'd be like, don't judge me. But this man picked me up, girl. I mean, the way he picked me up, I ain't never got picked up like that before. And girl, I think I'm pregnant. And I'm like, oh, I'm not here to judge you. I mean, if you feel like there's a judgment coming, then that's a good place to start on the decision that you made and what's ultimately going to come as a consequence, which is her raising her child by herself. But at the same time, you know, I will give her credit. Like, she took care of her kids, you know, so... But yeah, that whole thing. Don't judge me though before saying what the judge, what the the problem is. A lot of my friends do that. She said he picked me up. (laughs) 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 I feel like be fully convicted. If you're a woman that likes to be with a lot of different men, but you also are feeling that way because you haven't settled upon someone that actually is going to be there for you, is going to be the one for you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like that you should take your time to date and you should try to figure out who is it that's going to be there for you. But it's really the children that I'm concerned about. It's the girls that are the little girls who are seeing the way that these women are going about life and and feeling like, you know, you have to have your nails have to be, you know, 20 feet long and your titties got to sit up right at your chin. And if they, your natural titties, they can't sag a little bit. They got to be at your chin, which means you got to get some surgery or your ass got to be on your back. Like, it's just so much phoniness that is really at the heart of why some people really can't see themselves and the, and the, and the money, the money is the motive. 
How do we fix that? I don't know. I don't know. Because another thing with these shows that we had, what I had growing up, like Sally, Jenny Jones, um, I think that was her last name, and like those middle a day shits, women were more so home at that time, right? And they heard that that information. With the platforms that we have now, everybody's on the go. Ain't nobody having these discussions during the day like that anymore. And the people today, the young people today, women and men, they don't respect elders. So I don't even think that would have worked. They don't respect nobody. And I don't think that you can you can make someone realize their flaws unless they want to see it themselves. Like you can't help nobody unless they want to be helped. And I'm only speaking from experience. I'm sorry, I'm pregnant, so I'm out of breath. <laughs> it took a bad situation <laughs> for me to realize my toxic traits because at some point I would think people would look, you know, step back and look at themselves, but they don't do that. It's more easier to blame this person and that person for what they're going through. But you also have to realize you can also call shit in your life. You can also be the problem. So why are you going through shit? But like I said, people don't want to look at shit that way. And you can't, I mean, it, it ain't really nothing somebody could do unless that person want to change themselves. Facts. Facts. Let's keep it all the way 100. There's a lot of people depressed out here. And when you're yep. depressed, you really can't see yourself. Like, you can see yourself, you can see the negative parts of yourself, but you're not going to say that to everybody else. You're not going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm really like, oh, I keep eating, you know, food that's making my stomach hurt. Like, you know, guilty. Um, you know, when you're depressed and, or when you're depressed, you're not going to really see that, oh my gosh, I haven't really paid much attention to how many assignments my child didn't get finished this week. Again, guilty. Um, you know, it's hard being a mom. It's not as easy as people make it seem. Um, and there's a lot of people that make it seem easy, but then when you really, really peel back some of the things that's going on, when you get, there's, there's challenges and, you know, it's, I think I can't, I'm one of those people that sort of can't speak on the perfect, being a perfect parent because I, I my kids ain't, or they're not adults yet. When they're adults and I'm like, okay, you didn't make it in jail. Oh, it's a success. Oh, you made <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that laughing? I'm sorry. And that's the thing. With celebrities, us and our community, we honor them. We put them up on pedestal. This is what they're doing, so I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like they need to be held accountable. Like this is what y'all got us doing. And it's sad, but it's true. Oh, you playing Minecraft. I like it, Kudji. <laughs> Yo, I'm just coming through to say what's up. Chan is what's my up? name. Greg, what's poppin'? This is like, what, two nights in a row now? Like, come, come on, come on. Y'all y'all really trying to get me to be here every day? Because I can do it. We ain't out here every day now. It's like, bro, we only here Wednesdays and Saturdays at 9.30, okay? You can find us on other shows, but... um. I think yesterday I did the show with Dungeon, so he might have shown me on here with Dungeon. But yeah, we come through for the most there and give y'all a show on Saturday. So hope you enjoy. Yeah, no, I'm not that friend. Um, 
like I said, I, I've grown. I used to be that yes friend. I'm no longer that yes friend because, shit, you're not going to learn shit if I'm sitting here, like, making, like, everything is okay. with But you know you're dead wrong. But now I'm going to tell you if you wrong or right, I will also expect a friend to give me, it's called constructive criticism. Um, but, but motherfuckers just take their, like, I don't know. They just, <laughs> they don't take it. They don't take it right. I don't know. They get offended instead of correcting it. Girl, I did not say this to offend. I told you this so you can come correct. You made it in jail, but you came out of jail and you made something of yourself. Okay, success. Because there are going to be setbacks. Oh, okay. You are not crying, calling me every day about a relationship that you're in. Oh, thank goodness he made it. <laughs> you know, like that's that's where my, my that's my that's my goals. That's like my hashtag goals is that I my children are not calling me to depend on me to help them get out of things. Then I know that I've been a successful parent. And if they're having, you know, terrible relationships, it doesn't necessarily mean that they had bad upbringing. It could just mean that they haven't figured out how to navigate around other people so that they can actually be fully themselves and and be around people who actually are going to accept them as being fully themselves you know the validation is a bitch you know and it's also causes a lot of stagnation for a lot of people a lot of doubt it's just it's, it's so many layers you know I want that on a, I want that on a t-shirt I think we'll have to make that a next loud mouth t-shirt and I ain't gonna say what I'm about to put on it but you know thank you Eru. Let me um write that down before I forget it. <laughs> she said away. Yeah, I, I feel you about the uh, I feel you about the friend thing, and also what they do is they always hit you with, "Man, you changed." Yeah. Man, you 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 changed. You ain't like you used to be. Well, yeah. You ain't seen me in like three years. <laughs> of course, I changed. You should consider it suspect if I don't. People kill me. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, listen! That's called motherfucking bars, nigga! Fucking you know nothing about that! Let <laughs> us say that again, Chan, for the people in the back. Older does not mean mature. We are forced to evolve as people, but it doesn't mean that we are growing. Facts. Facts, facts. Facts. You know what I'm oh, at this point, she ain't looking for no stepdaddy. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. She she got the check. That's what she was looking for. Exactly. <laughs> of course, of course, no one wants to be judged. But this is what you learn when you're judged. Not a lot of people will under, understand that or even agree with me. They say, you can't judge me, only only God will judge me. But listen, like, if you're humble enough, if you do something wrong, someone will call you out on it. Again, it goes back to that. Listen, it ain't cool when you do certain things and then you learn from it, right? No better, do better. It goes back to that. Just saying. That's why I hate this whole um, time now where 
your children will be in sports and everybody gets a trophy. No, everybody yeah. doesn't get a trophy. The people who put in the effort and showed up and did the work and 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 came in with success on the brain and have follow through get the trophy. You have to have people who don't win, people who don't get anything for coming. Yo, this is what I'm about to say is going to sound just like disrespectful as a parent because I do have a kid. Um, don't give my fucking kid an honorable mention for showing up. The honorable mention is the fact that they lost. Tell them, yo, you lost. And yeah. I, I know we are we aren't living in a world where we're talking wins and losses. But at the end of the day, as long as there is a valedictorian, a salutatorian, and there's like jobs that my that me I can't get, Shan can't get, my kid can't get. Do not give us a participation award for children so they can just float through their entire lives just saying, you know yeah. what? I can do the bare fucking minimum and people are going to accept that shit. If my kid, and I, I know this is going to sound really disrespectful. Hey, dad, I got an honorable mention award. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put that on their bedroom door. So every time they open their door in the morning to go to go to school, just guess what? Honorably, like they mentioned you. They pretty much told you like, we had to give you an award because you showed up. If that's the case, tell your teacher, give you a B, and you don't have to show up because guess what? It's honorable because they mentioned you. I, I don't like mediocrity. I don't like the fact that like we've gotten to this point in the world where it's okay to just be like, you know what? If you do the bare minimum, you're going to pass. Historically, us as black folks, like we can't get by with the bare fucking minimum. So for me, having a black child, like, no, you can't get by with that shit because I did. And someone's right. like, well, you and, you know, your kid and you are two completely different people. Not if she came out of my sack. Absolutely. Motherfucking Hello. Not. Absolutely. Motherfucking Hello? Not. So w- when it comes to when I when I see it and it's so weird, I'll go like we used to go to like little soccer events and stuff like that. And we just watch the little white kids get trophies and stuff like that. They get the little juicy juice and they get a little trophy that they can put somewhere. I'm like, yo. In 20 years, when you look at that trophy and that shit says ninth place, yo, I didn't even know there was a ninth place. There were seven teams. What the fuck do you mean I got an honorable mention for ninth place? You trying to tell me my parents wasted money on a trophy knowing I lost? Fuck that. Like, I, I, I cannot do that shit. That's why for me, and it's just my personal opinion, like the award thing and stuff like that, like even you award the winner or you ignore the loser. And it, it's, it's that simple it comes in podcasting, it comes in like life, it comes in sports and shit like that. Think about it. Who did the Milwaukee Bucks beat in the NBA Finals? You probably remember, but guess what? You also remember the Milwaukee Bucks won. Mm-hmm. When you think of like any championship, you recognize the winner, but when we talk about the loser, you know what they don't get? Trophies. When the New England Patriots, they won every game that entire regular season. And they lost in the Super Bowl. You know where all those fucking shirts that said undefeated champions, they went 18 and 0. You know where you know where they went? Indonesia. There are a lot of Indonesian kids right now wearing fucking Patriots jerseys saying that they're undefeated. Guess what? They still lost. Because they didn't win that game. When you look at like stuff like that, I don't want to know that I've raised my kid. I raised myself. I, I've honestly just been around people who are comfortable with losing. Take your loser ass somewhere else. And I know that sounds really disrespectful, but just think about, like, these are the kids that you're raising. Imagine raising a loser. This is why. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Imagine raising someone to accept 
losing, knowing that they're going to get something for losing. Yes. So then, yeah. So then, when it, when they go out in the world, they're like, you know what? They're going to give me something. Yeah. Even though they didn't give me the best, tying it into this show, Wimbledon, uh, women fumbling good men. Imagine a woman who's like, you know what? I could have had a man for me. I could have had the best man, but you know what? I'll settle for less because guess what? That's what I'm used to. Nobody yeah. should have to deal with that shit. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to deal with a part, you know, a partition, uh, I'm sorry, a participant or, or, you know, an honorable mention person. I don't want a spouse who's just like, you know what? Like, you're an honorable mention. Fuck that. Like, oh, and it's not even a looks thing. It's just like, yo, just imagine all the people in the world right now in DC. I counted the numbers. The ratio right now is 32 to one. 32 women for every one man in DC. Mm. You're trying to tell, those are the numbers right now as we speak. So I'm like, wait a minute, there's 32 <clears> women <throat> in the world. And without sounding disrespectful, I'm like, yo, like the, the law of numbers just, it doesn't make sense to me, but cool, if that's the number. But just imagine, like, you know what? All the people you can get with, but you get with the, the worst person. But guess what? They got an honorable mention from somebody that said, you know what? We can't let them go home knowing that they lost. No, let them go home and know that they lost. That way, the next time they come out, they're anticipating winning because they have to work a little bit harder. I'd rather have somebody who works a little bit harder for me than have somebody who's like, you know what? I can just get away with being a woman. I can get away with being a man. Now, fuck that. Uh, I don't want that. Take that shit somewhere else. Take your honorable mention right over there. Kids, too. Nah, don't come in my house with that fucking shit. Nah, take that shit. We'll leave it in the car. That, that can hang over the little uh the mirror and shit. But nah. Mm-mm. But that's why yeah. you have so many kids who spend all the, these years in the house with their family and their mom and their dad, and then they get out there on their own and life slaps them in the fucking face. Yeah, but because like, you, okay. you you don't get credit if you just pay three thirds of your uh, mortgage. You don't get uh, to keep your car one more week if you just give me $50 towards your car payment. You need to come through with all of it. You need to come here and be ready to pay all of this rent next month, no matter what happens during this month. So this whole thing about, can't you just give me something? Can't you just um, give me a, a courtesy? Can Well, you didn't call me. Um, you only called me two times and told me it was past due. You didn't call me a third time. Like this begging shit, this thinking you have 15 million chances to come correct. That's not real life. So I'm not, and I take this, I take this so seriously. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's go down low. Let's go about this tooth fairy shit. Mm-hmm. I told my kids, there is no fucking tooth fairy. There is no tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. If you lose a tooth, it's because this is a process of elimination. You're supposed to. You're growing, right? You're healthy. You're supposed to lose a tooth. Anya lost two teeth. And they sitting on a piece of tissue in the kitchen. And I'm just like, okay, you can keep them and look at them. I'm not giving you money for losing your teeth. That's supposed to happen. That's going to happen regardless of me being here or not. I'm not giving you money. There is no no tooth fairy. No. Like it's stop, true. stop white lying to your kids, and then when they get to an age, and and you be like, you're supposed to be honest with me. You're supposed to tell me the truth. How? When you've been practicing lying to me this whole time? Nah, here's here's the truth. When your kid loses a tooth, just let them know. 
the, the little $10 you give to them, that can go towards the copay for the dentist that you're going to end up having to take them to. Because now, guess what? Now you have fucking adult teeth. So when you need braces, when you need, you know, any dental work done, you need a tooth cleaning or something like that. All that shit is going towards that. But at the end of the day, we're starting to reward just like everything. It's like, oh, everything don't need a trophy. Everything doesn't need a prize. Like some things are just okay to be. And it's fine. That's what scares me when we've gotten to the point where it's like, oh, like we're giving people the bare minimum for nothing. For fucking nothing. And it's disgusting. I d- but yeah, the whole like the honorable mention, the participation award. Yeah. Like imagine being at a science fair. And you put in your hard work, like you and your parents, they stood up overnight. You try to make that little, that volcano, that mountain and shit like that. But somebody else's parents are like, you know what? We, we have the resources to make this a little bit better. They end up getting first place. And then you, you put in your hard work. You work till two o'clock in the morning with your parents and you get an honorable mention. I don't want that. I want my kid to look at me and be like, you know, I put in my hard work and it gave me an honorable mention. Fuck this shit. Like, <laughs> no, I'm never doing it again. And I, I would much rather respect my kid and more importantly, respect the parent who's like, you know what? My kid and I, we stayed up till two o'clock in the morning making that shit. Now, it hasn't happened to me because I wasn't that fucking crazy. When I did those science projects, I was like, wait a minute. Like, I know they're doing that. I, I'm a writer. So I'd rather just write all the stats, put that shit on a little poster board, take that in that next morning. Like, guess what? Here's my fucking science project. I'm not going and spending you know, seven to eight hours trying to make a volcano mountain out of fucking marshmallows and like, you know, chocolate. No, fuck all that. So imagine you going and doing that though, and you come in last place because 15 other people did it, but they did it just a little bit better than you did. You as a kid, you're like, you know what? Like, I got an honorable mention. If your parents say to you, and I know you're supposed to be a good parent, you're like, you know what? Guess what? Like, you did good, son. Blah, blah, blah. But you also know as a parent, like, if I tell my kid, yeah, you did good, they're going to go out in the world in 10, 15 years and think, I did good. But you, you clearly didn't do good enough because you keep losing. So then when you can no longer protect your kid and they're, they're, you know, they're adults and they're trying to figure out, hey, why can't I get this job? Why can't I get this raise? Why can't I get the things that I want? And it's like, yo, because, like, it, it's working against you. It, it's not there for you. And, you know, again, tying it into relationships, like everything's not meant for you. Sometimes you have to lose in order to appreciate it. And a lot of people don't appreciate their losses. All they appreciate are the wins. Me, I had to accept the fact that, like, you know, the the losses that I've taken, they actually make me better, you know, a better person overall. Those wins just confirm the fact that I'm actually good at whatever the fuck I did at that moment. It's like, yo, like, I won something. Oh, that was cool. But when I lost, I was like, yo, I was more motivated by the loss. When you win, you're like, cool. Like, I was better than them motherfuckers. Straight. Cool. Whatever. But when you lose, you're like, yo, I got a vendetta out. I need that. Think about LeBron. His whole fucking life didn't have a dad. You know, his dad was around, but was non-existent. Gets to the fucking NBA. Chips on the shoulder every fucking year. What does he do? Go to the fucking NBA finals every year for 14 straight seasons. We're sitting there like, yo, like, everybody's hating on him. So, mind you, people are like, yo, you can't win because we don't want you to win. And what does he do? He fucking wins. Even when he loses, he wins because he's the greatest. And his, you know, uh, in a lot of people's opinions, it's because he's the greatest. And he owns that shit. Imagine having that chip on your shoulder forever. I would much rather have a kid who has a chip on his shoulder and they perform better. And even in a relationship, I'd rather you have a chip on your shoulder knowing previous things didn't work out. But you know what? I'm going to make the best out of this next situation. 
And a lot of people need to carry that into their personal relationships and things like that because a lot of people just got to the point where it's like, okay, if that didn't work, I still have other options. I can still do it again and just replicate it. You replicating losses though. So no, nah, fuck that. <clears throat> no, sir. Not me. So much to learn. Y'all think if I shot my shot, Beyonce would let me get her pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fucking with y'all. I'm just teasing. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> Yo, the Kawhi laugh on the soundboard is fire. <laughs> I can't. The frontal lobe for men and women is not fully developed until the age of 25. Come so on. I don't recommend anybody date or think about real relationships until you're at least 25 years old. How are you going to try to get to know somebody when you don't even know yourself? Oh, man. Can you play that one more time, please? Please. That the happened. frontal lobe for men and women is not fully developed until the age of 25. So I don't recommend anybody date or think about real relationships until you're at least 25 years old. How are you going to try to get to know somebody when you don't even know yourself? Mm. Let that marinate, dog. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hope y'all are good. Just scrolling through the streets. Uh, long day. But uh, I like the topic, actually. You know, I think that women sometimes kind of almost want their man to be bad so they can say they got a bad man. Because there's a lot of good dudes out there that want to be involved and their woman just wants to keep piling shit on. I think women do kind of sometimes don't... Don't realize what they got, so to speak. Yeah. But, you know, we're the dumbasses. You know that, Greg. We fuck everything up. We're so stupid. <laughs> but, yes, sometimes in cases there are women that fumble. Speaking of fumble, great games today. Absolutely. If you like tonight's episode, just wait until we actually have to turn it around on the men. And putting that mirror on us. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, this is gonna be a bad one. <laughs> you talking about you talking about the participation trophy? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I know we're about to wrap up. Uh thanks everybody for like listening and stuff like that. I just have to say one more thing about this participation trophy and shit. Like, not only does it really piss me off, but like it just something about it just feels so disingenuous. Like, imagine going and making a trophy. Somebody, it's not even a trophy. It's like, well, we have to give them something because, like, they showed up. But the thing is, they never give it to everybody. When you ever see, like, a participation trophy or something like that, or, like, say, for example, my sister used to cheerlead, right? The way that the cheerleading thing worked, it was always, like, third place, second place, first place, and then they had, like, the overall, like, championship, like, the, the best team out of the entire event for that, like, level and age, right? But the issue is, there would always be like eight or nine teams. So you're sitting there and you're like, you know what? You had to own the fact that you were a fucking loser. And it's okay to be a fucking loser because it inspired you to be a better cheerleader. It inspired, you know, inspired you to be a better team. My issue with like schools and education and more, you know, specifically honorable mentions. What the fuck is an honorable mention? Like, yo, honorably, you lost. <laughs> that, that's not a mention. Like, uh, imagine coming in 12th place and they're like you know what yeah like 
There are 11 people better than you. I'd rather just know, you know what, first, second, and third place. And I can live with that. i just rather just have everything up in limbo saying, you know what, I just didn't win. I'll do better next time. And a lot of parents, a lot of students, a lot of like just relationships just should do the same thing. Like, you know what, I'll do better next time. But imagine, since we're talking adult talk now, and Shan, feel free to like chime in on this and cut me off. Imagine you get all of your partners together, right? And you ask them one by one, like, yo, compared to everybody else you fucked, how good was I? And they say, you know what? You weren't first, you weren't second, you weren't third. You get an honorable mention, though. It would blow your fucking shit. Like, what? What? <laughs> an honorable, a honorable mention? What? what? You know what? I, I'm done for the rest of the night. Thank y'all for listening to Loud Mustery. I'm not saying shit else. That, that one, that honorable mention shit kind of pissed, you know, pissed me off. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um... Women today uh, fumble good men by being addicted to I hate you love where they just create invisible issues just to have an argument because they're more attracted to the drama of being in a relationship that's not perfect, that's not right. And I want to be a problem today because I want some I hate you sex today. I want some I hate you vibes. I want to send long texts for nothing. And then when you come home, now I'm done. And I want to talk to you like I didn't do bullshit for the last three days. Like some people are just addicted to that shit. And there are a lot of women out here with a cute face a nice ass and a nice set of tits. And that's, that's what they're bringing. That's what they're bringing to that, <laughs> that invisible table. Okay. Um, women today don't understand the error in their ways, mostly because they don't want to. Okay. Um, don't get mad at me. It's a truth moment, okay? We're having a truth moment tonight. Women, don't get mad at me. I'm not here so I can be on the man team of life. I'm on the truth team all the time, okay? And women, and I hate that they do this, but it's true. It will will be like, you ain't mad at me with a blank woman. You mad. Be a woman that he likes and he's actually happy. It's not because a woman is white. It's not because a woman is Spanish. It's not because a woman is uh, a different ethnicity that you're mad. You're mad because this man has the audacity to be with another woman other than me, and he has the audacity. Nobody. There's no man hurrying to rush to me to help me to be happy with me that's why you're upset so when 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 people bring up the topic of why do why do women get mad when they see men with women of a different ethnicity it's not because they're mad that she's a different ethnicity they're mad that you have the audacity to be happy with a woman other than them and they have nobody that's happy about being with them that i think that whole race thing with her is a whole it's a fog screen to what the real issue is because as a brown-skinned woman i've never been mad about the women my brothers pick to marry or have children's with children with i've never been mad about 
um, seeing a black man, a brown skinned man with uh, a different ethnicity of a woman, especially if me and him ain't got no dealings. I don't know him from nothing. So why would I be automatically upset? I got to say something. Jesus, I got to say something. All right. Oh, boy. I thought we were going to end the show, but here you go. Um, I mean, I'm trying to end the show, but I had to make that point because that's the dumb thing that women do that need to deal with their shit. Yeah. It's deflecting. It's it's definitely deflecting. Here's my issue about the whole situation. Like, focus on your faults. And I I don't want to make it a color thing or something like that because I've heard that before. It's like, oh, like somebody asked me in like a clubhouse room. I was like, oh, Greg, like your wife is white. Like, what made you choose her? And I was like, her color and none of that shit did anything for me. Like, none, none of that shit mattered. What mattered to me is when I said I want a relationship, I want somebody to start a family with. I want to be with somebody who wants to be with me, wants to be complete, wants to say, you know what? Like, I'm willing to give half in order to meet half, in order to make a whole, meaning a family, kids relationship, marriage, all those intangibles, like I wanted all that to come together in order to find my person, to find my spouse. They could have been black, white, Asian, green, or avatar blue. All I'm going to say is this, it happened and I'm happy with that. But there are a lot of our people, now when I say our people, I'm talking about our black women and men alike, who they see us dating someone else and they're not happy with it. And the reason why they're not happy with it is because it's like, why wouldn't that be me? Why couldn't that be me? And it's like, but you also will say shit like, yo, like if I had a chance with Leonardo DiCaprio, if I had a chance with Jessica Alba, if like it, it, it's little shit. It's like, yo, like it's not about the race thing for you. It's more so it's it's just not you. I've even got I've seen conversations, Shane, where it's like, you know what, like, you know, I, as a like I've seen a one of my friends, uh, previous friends, podcast like co-host actually she said on our show she was like Greg I just don't understand why like black men like don't like dark-skinned women and I was like no and I, I told her this after the show off the air I was like it's not that they don't like dark-skinned women at all it's not like they don't like black women they don't like you you're not a likable person mm-hmm. at some at some point has somebody has to tell you the truth without trying to bring race into it, without bringing color into it. Because what happens is when we start bringing color into it, yeah, we could talk about white women, we could talk about Latino women, we could talk about Eritrean and all that other shit. You, ma'am, you, sir, are just not fucking likable. Nobody wants to be with you. Because <laughs> when instead, instead of saying, you know what, like I'm just not a good person, like I have a black heart, you instantly bring fucking race into it. Nobody wants to keep hearing race all the fucking time. When I say that, I'm talking about in the scope of relationship. Somebody's going to take that out of context and say, well, Grace, saying, you know, a race, race. Nobody's saying erase race. What I'm saying to you guys that are listening is more so it's like, instead of focusing on that right now, that had nothing to do with the fact that you're a terrible person, focus on the fact that you actually just might be a terrible person. And it's it's completely fine to say, you know, I'm not a complete person. I'm not the person I want to be for somebody else. Instead of saying, oh, well, you know, well, I don't understand why, like, that person, you know, why that black man, he's chocolate. I love him, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, I love our black man. Why did he end up dating that light-skinned woman? Like, I, I've heard that shit. And I'm like, yo, like, she's she, she's still one of us. She, she's still, or even in the inverse, like, yo, like, you know, black men will go and try to find them 
a, a Sanaa Lathan or something like that. Somebody who's like really light skinned or somebody who's like literally like teetering the line between like white and black. And, you know, they'll go say some shit like, yo, like, you know, I got to find me a snow bunny. I got to find me, you know, a woman that's going to give me a kid with like green eyes and brown. I'm like, yo, like, sometimes you just don't have to be the way that you are. Like, love the person you love, appreciate the person you love, but more importantly, stop disrespecting your own fucking people. It, it, it just, it's, it's disgusting because it's like, yo, like, as somebody who's obviously like in an interracial, like, it's just more so, it's like, not only can I not say things because people are going to instantly be like, well, Greg, like, you can't say mm-hmm. anything because you're married to this. But at the same time, like, I can't say anything to you because you would be offended because of what you see from me. But I also still have fucking perfect vision. Like, I see the fact that you're not happy. And instead of saying, you know what, it's, it's me. I'm not ready yet. It's okay to be like, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm ready to fuck somebody. Sure. I'm ready to, like, be happy and have fun with people. Absolutely but I'm not ready for a relationship. A lot of people will go and literally we throw our own people under the bus because instead of just saying, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of faulty right now. Like I'm not ready for that shit. I'm literally, I heard a woman on our show, Shane say, you know what? This shit, like, I, I just don't understand black men anymore. Like y'all aren't there. If you want to go and listen to young black and bother, there's an episode that called, that it's actually called like, um, shut the fuck up. It's black girls time. Feel free to go listen to it. It's in like the it's in the early like I'm sorry, it's in the late 190s. So if you go and listen to that episode, there was an episode where we had my uh, previous co-host. They were telling the black men that were on the show that we were doing everything wrong. We were saying everything wrong. We weren't doing what we were supposed to do for said black women. And the issue is we were told we could not speak on that show. So I've had people reach out to me and they're like, yo, like, Greg, what happened? Why couldn't you speak? And I was like, I was told to not say anything because one, it's a racial relationship, interracial marriage. One, can't say anything. Number two, it came to a thing of at one point as a man, you should shut up and listen to women, especially a black woman. That's where I came to that concept of my issue with the my issue with that particular episode was this. We talked. I'm sorry. You talked. We listened for two hours and there was no conclusion also there was no self-accountability at some point someone has to say you know what yeah i'm talking to like-minded people who are just you know we're not in relationships and even if we are in relationships we're not happy we just want to understand why men more specifically black men just don't appreciate black women but here's the thing you're talking in a space where you told the black men to shut up the fucking episode is called shut the fuck up it's black girls time you can't be in a position of wanting answers and then you don't want to listen to the answers that you receive. And that's the big fucking issue for me is everybody wants to like tell people the answers, but they also want to hear the shit that's regurgitated that they say. It doesn't work that way. Right? It's just, it's really bad. It's really garbage. And I- I'm going to leave it here for me for the end of the show. Um, overall, man, when it comes to me, I would just much rather people just be happy. But also importantly, just have some self-reflection. Sit down, do a Venn diagram. More importantly, just write down your pros and your cons of you. Not for the person that you want. Don't tell me what you want from somebody. What the fuck do you bring to the table? Do some homework. Before somebody asks you, like, yo, like, what do you want from a man? You should actually know. Yeah. Uh, and, and men, too. Like, you can't be like, okay, you know, when some woman asks you, what do you want from a woman? 
don't tell them all the shit you can see on Instagram because newsflash here. Like the women on Instagram don't want to fuck you. There's that. But what, what I'm saying is like just do a little bit of self-reflection and point out your pros and your cons. Don't talk about anybody else. Just talk about all the things that you bring towards the relationship versus all the things you don't want to bring into the relationship. Say, you know what? Like I'm a mama's boy. Say, you know what? I have family issues. Say, you know what? I need a little bit of therapy. And more importantly, go get that therapy. If you can't afford therapy, don't talk to a friend. Notice what I just said there. If you cannot afford therapy, don't talk to a friend. A friend is going to give you one of two things, bad advice or worse advice. None of that shit is going to be positive. Talk to a licensed person who will tell you all the things that you actually need to hear, not the things that you want to hear. Last and closing statement for me, because I'm absolutely done for the night, is this. When it comes to relationships, do not go into that shit with 50%. Go into it all in. The reason why is nobody can tell you you didn't give your all when you went in 100%. When you wake up in the morning and you look at your iPhone and that shit says 100%, you feel better about yourself. Right. Versus you wake up in the morning and your phone is like 30%. You're like, yo, I can't even get to work with 30%. Like, it feel a little bit different, right? Like, you know, for a fact, looking at a phone that has 30%, you're a little bit upset about that shit. But when it's at 100%, you're like, oh, I, I, I'm good. That's what you want to feel in your relationships. That's how you want to feel with the person that you love, you care for, and you want a future with. I would never advise anybody to ever try to be with somebody who is going to give you 30%. If they can't give you 100 fuck them. And you know they're not going to give you 100% because they've already told you. They're the sign. There's the vocal, you know, the vocalizing of what they're going to give you versus what they want. More importantly, like just the person, they'll tell you a lot by the shit that they say about their previous relationship. Know these things, learn these things. And more importantly, just enjoy loud mouth stereo because th there's nothing we have said tonight or in any other episode that has been false. Again, Shan, thank you for giving me the floor. I'm done for the night. So. All right, I'm gonna wrap this shit up with you because I was not expecting this the show to be this long. <laughs> um, That's what we do. The whole reason why I made this show, women fumbling good men, is because ladies, women, we have to love ourselves. Period. First, before our friends, our um, man to be, our husband to be. Uh, don't be in your house trying to have a Sierra prayer about a Russell when you don't even like yourself to begin with. He's not coming, ma'am. He's not coming. Okay, so let's be honest and like you, push good men away because we are not 100% ready to do the work ourselves. And I know this because I know when I'm being defiant, I know when I'm being stubborn, and I know when I'm pushing shit to the limit so somebody can just be like, ugh, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm done. Because it's just going to feel better if they dip out than if I dip out on somebody that was being 100% good to me. Okay? This is Lama Stereo. Thank you guys for coming through. Don't forget, October 23rd at 9.30 on a Saturday will be our anniversary show in October. So uh, save that, get that. I'll uh, post it so it's in the calendar so y'all can keep it. 
And um, Greg appreciates you. Don't forget to check out Young Black and Bother podcast. Don't forget to check out She Gets It podcast. We will be back on Wednesday. Y'all enjoy y'all what y'all have left of a weekend. It is Sunday. Enjoy your Sunday. It's a day of rest. Monday is coming. Deuces. We done. And I appreciate y'all. And we got three messages and then we gonna get out of here. Don't you dare drop a force. Not at all. Okay. It's because, Greg, it is disingenuous. Imagine being special and then being told that you are equal just for showing up. It's whack. Bam. It defeats the entire purpose of being unique from other people. Defeats the entire purpose of having a set of skills, capabilities, and talents. Sure. Uh, PSA, dark-skinned women are number one on my hit list. Because dark-skinned women are beautiful. But like Greg said, they don't like you. We appreciate you. We're going to have to pull Joshua up here one more time. Um, maybe Wednesday if Joshua is free at 930 and place to be on my mouth stereo. You know, we're going to have to pull you up here for the next topic, okay? Till next time, y'all. Be great. Stay COVID-free. And um, don't be messing with no women that don't love themselves. It's not worth it. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Greg! hey do you have the wi-fi password common words everyone has said in an airport coffee shop or any public place with free internet don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to nordvpn nordvpn is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late we've used the nordvpn to browse the web check bank accounts and even stream apps like netflix It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.